When you're constantly on the move, it's not just pits that break a sweat. From your armpits to your thighs and everywhere in between, new whole body deodorant cream and sticks from Shea Moisture are your secret weapon to staying fresh and confident all day long. Made from melanin-rich skin and packed with plant-based goodness, embrace a new era of freshness with whole body and stick deodorants from Shea Moisture. Find them at your nearest Walmart and walmart.com. And when you do, your whole body's covered. In order to support our show, we'll need the help of some great advertisers. And in order to find great advertisers, we'll need to learn a little bit more about you. So please go to podsurvey.com slash friend and take a quick anonymous survey that will help us get to know you a little bit better. That way we can show advertisers just how great our listeners are. Plus, once you've completed the survey, you can choose to enter for a chance to win a $100 Amazon gift card. Terms and conditions apply. I want a $100 gift card. Terms and conditions apply. Again, that's podsurvey.com slash friend, F-R-I-E-N-D. Thanks for your help. This week's episode is brought to you by Steady, an app for finding supplemental work and tracking your earnings. Steady makes it easy for people to find the right work so that they spend less time searching and more time earning money. Finding the work, earn more money, and track your progress all in one place. It's easy and completely free to use. Download the Steady app. That's S-T-A-D-Y on your iPhone or Android. Or use Steady on your computer at SteadyApp.com. Welcome to the Friends. Every time I'm in the zone. My name is Dustin. I'm Francesca, also known as K-Friend. Hey. My name is Asante. This is the Friends Zone. The Friends Show. Don't let what you want slam my goddamn door. No, you better close it soft. Soft. You better close it soft. I want to welcome everyone again to the Black History <laughs> Month edition of the Friend Zone, where we have chosen to take this opportunity, ample it may be, to magnify and highlight Black women and their contributions into edifying us as members of society. Now, this week we've chosen to feature an amateur Black woman, someone who shall remain nameless because we don't know her name. <laughs> but I found this clip of a Black woman um, obviously offering guidance and kind of reprimanding a child who decided to s- display their disdain for her reprimanding by attempting to slam the car door. Okay. You hear a bit of scuttlebutt at the beginning of the clip. And then the one thing you hear clearly is the black woman letting the child to know, I wish you would slam my goddamn door. <laughs> okay. Right. So he's been alerted. He's been informed. But here is where the true beauty of a black queen comes into play, because it wasn't just a scolding. There was actually direction, guidance, help and encouragement given in the very next breath by saying you better close it soft. Now, <laughs> let's you break it down. Close it soft. The guidance was you better close it. So she showed him the right road. But the care, the compassion, the concern, the empathy came with the word soft. <laughs> okay? Soft. Because that was literally the key that he needed to make sure that it was done correctly. Make sure that it was done properly. Make sure the task was executed effectively. 
Did he close the door? Soft. He did. <laughs> he absolutely did. This week, everybody, take advantage of the opportunity to let somebody know to close it soft. If you can offer somebody some words of encouragement, some help, some guidance, some tips, tricks, or trade, <laughs> let them know to close it soft. And the hashtag this week is close it soft, and that's S-O-F, because this ain't no T. Okay. <clears throat> <laughs> That being said, speaking of D, there's just a couple of, well, soft is D. There's a couple of Q3 and A's that we need to answer. These are questions that need answers and also they're questions that niggas is asking. Question one. Okay, I'm never ready. Which one of y'all said that Congresswoman Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, okay? Mm-hmm. And she's been so alert, so focused, and so prepared to give the creaking chair bone Republicans in Congress hell because she takes good care of herself and AOC been drinking ACV. Which one of y'all said that? I want to know it. Apple cider vinegar was the key. We <laughs> okay. Oh, my God. Question two. And this one here, I know a lot of people are wondering, and you'll see. Which one of y'all said, <clears throat> I'm t- and by the way, you're getting checked this week. Every one of the questions is which <laughs> oh, one of y'all. Lord. So which one of y'all said that Wendy Williams really ain't been to work all this time because she's actually been hiding in arrest, a recent arrest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the police caught her ass driving barefoot on the way to fight that woman her husband go with, and she had brass toe knuckles on, so they had to take her in. <laughs> so which one of y'all said that that's what happened? That's why we toe ain't seen Wendy. That's what I want to know. Oh my God, for a second, I was like, wait. <laughs> <laughs> Wendy real? mad as hell driving barefoot, okay, with brass toe knuckles on. She was going to go whoop, fuck that woman up. Okay. Oh my God. <laughs> third question, third and final. Okay. Which one of y'all said that there were so many winners of color at last Sunday's 91st Academy Awards? Uh-oh. Okay. Because there was a lot of us that crip walked across the stage. So I want to know which one of y'all said that that took place because one of Pastor Shirley Caesar's grandsons don't go to church and he good with numbers. So he rigged the system and all the votes were actually tallied by the sounds of blackness. <laughs> Who said that's why all the black people won this week at the end? Jeez Louise. <laughs> and with that being Thank said. Thank you so much. And most importantly, understood. <laughs> he is not. He's just out. getting started. That's what I'm like. Oh, I my want to God. take advantage of this opportunity <laughs> to welcome everybody to the friend zone. Your weekly look at all things mental health, mental wellness, and mental holy hygiene. <laughs> Because who in the hell, and since we're talking about holy things in the Sheol, I guess, <laughs> wants a musty brain? I know I don't. Hey, friend, how you doing? Hey, Dustin, you're all calm today. <laughs> yeah, you know, I just feel like it's sometimes that's the best approach. <laughs> Is he all calm today? How was your weekend? SBD. It was silent but deadly. I had a good weekend. I was making stealth moves all weekend, oh. you know. Oh. Moving around, had a great week last week, mm-hmm. you know, great, led into a great weekend. I'm great. You are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You sure Amen. are. Relieved and released. <laughs> yes. How about you, Asante? I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a bounce it yes, this way. Yes, please. How about you, it. Asante? My weekend was amazing. Um, Why? I spent a lot of it with you guys, helping celebrate the Reed's six-year anniversary. Hey, hey, hey. 
Shout out to everybody that came out to the pop-up before the show and bought all the new merch. There were some new products that were out. Uh, I got a new hat that I got to steal. I love taking the merch when I'm doing the pop-ups. Yeah, I need to do that. <laughs> yeah, you yeah I need one of the Crystal Laughs hat. What is it? Crystal Laugh. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and then um, also shout out to everybody that came out to the show. It was sold out at Town Hall. Um, shout out to special guest LaKaylee for coming out. Oh, man. I, first of all, I like still can't process. Can I just say, <laughs> so when Alex said that that was a surprise guest, she was like, she's in the green room right now as we're walking up the stairs. <laughs> I walk in, I'm freaking out because y'all know how I feel about her. I yes. love her mm-hmm. since yes. the jump. And then she equally freaked out when she saw me. Yes. Yeah. And then freaked out when she saw Dustin, freaked out when she saw Asante, obviously uh, Fury and Crystal. And I was like, this is insane. You just never know who knows you. And Man. that to me was mind blowing because I was ready to... I didn't want to like make her uncomfortable and be all yeah. over her, but I was ready to be like, give me a hug. I love Hell you. Yeah. And Let she was like you. so affectionate. The coolest so sweet. person ever. When I tell you she's like sister, like she's one of us for real, Legit. for real. Like when she first when came up. When she started up, tearing up, I was man. like, what is happening? When she, came, when she first came up, first of all, it was so funny because we were doing sound check and we did everything else, but we were just waiting for her to, to come. So they were playing her music and I was doing the sound check for her. And why is the record cut? She walks up on the stage and she was like, she was like, get it, Asante. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> and she was like, you gonna come out during my performance, right? I'm like, no, I'm not coming out. And I did, because you know, sure she really did. did want me to come up there and I was I'm so shocked. So okay, that was <laughs> you know what? This time ever. Amazing. It felt so good to get that love from her that you speak of, Fran. And I just felt like, you know, as much as she didn't made my head nod to the beat. Right. If I can make her shoulders shake with a laugh, then I feel like I've done my part. Real. So it was Man. so good to see her. And she was such a class act, um, a consummate professional, performed her ass off and still had energy left to give us the love you talking about. Yep. Yeah. And to so get up on stage dolo like that, yep. mm-hmm. you got to really it. have a stage presence. She did that. Yep. Mm-hmm. Three records, killed it, energy. So bomb with her green coat. And such a professional, too, because she had more than enough records ready. She was like, I'll do whatever y'all want. Like, because she was that down for the cause. She's been such a fan of the read and all of us individually for so long. She was taking me back on the timeline and remembering everybody's like blogs and shit. And I'm sitting up here looking at her like, who are you? I was about to say, take off this damn mask right now. (laughs) Everyone keeps asking me, did you see her face? (laughs) (laughs) People were asking me that, too. (laughs) They were like, so I know you had some downtime with her. I was like, nope, the face is the mask. Who don't ask? Ask her that shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? What I look like? Can I see you? Right. Big shout out to LK47. That was amazing. And also the biggest shout out to my brother and sister, Kid Fury and Crystal. Yes, Lord. Yay. For six years doing this crazy ass, cool ass show. And shout out to everybody in the audience being y'all black ass selves like y'all are every time I do the damn show with them. And how beautiful. <laughs> can we talk about how beautiful they look in this photo shoot for oh the my Apple God. store? Yes. Amazing. What? Nuts. Shot by the same photographer that shot Beyonce's pregnancy announcement. Yeah. That's like major. They They look look amazing. So fly. It's such like pop art, which I love that style of photography. And then Crystal, I was like, I can't take it. She looked like a chic Harry Potter. (laughs) 
<laughs> it's just so chic and fly and fresh. Yes. I loved it. That was that's probably my favorite shoot they've done to date. I absolutely loved it. And I was surprised. I didn't know it was coming. And I literally was on my phone today. It just popped up. bam, I'm like, look at my niggas, man. (laughs) (laughs) It was amazing. Shout out to the Reed. Absolutely. Proud of y'all. Love y'all. How was your weekend, Fran, outside of all of those festivities? It was perfect. It was a nice balance of getting to play with Mm -hmm. you guys uh, (laughs) at the Reed, uh, at First time going to the pop up, which was really yeah, fun because I I ended up being the doorman for the pop up. <laughs> she took we, my job and started hosting. I was like, "What?" <laughs> and people were when I was opening the door, they were kind of like, "Oh, <laughs> hey, friend!" I was like, "What's up? Welcome to the read." <laughs> so that was super cute. Um, I love all their merch. So I was like, "What can I steal?" Mm-hmm. Um, I was at a museum, a black music history museum opening for Spotify earlier nice. that morning which was Dope. incredible if you have a moment to check it out it's on 107 Grand Street fantastic they highlight and amplify the voices of a lot of artists that low-key are slept on for their contributions like Sylvester you yes. know you. yes mm-hmm. they break down a um, music festival in Harlem that we like don't know much about they had images how Black Panthers how like the cops were not down to provide any security so the Black Panthers rolled up and were like we got this like for a music festival in Harlem with 300,000 attendees like just really fabulous fantastic (laughs) mind-blowing information that like I just wasn't privy to and I love that. You know, I love yeah. when an exhibit teaches you some shit. And then they mm. gave us cute ass merch. You know, those sweatpants didn't fit me. Can I try them on? I can totally <laughs> with you because they didn't fit me. I was so devastated. Damn, they gave you sweatpants? Yeah, these fly ass sweatpants. Oh my gosh. <laughs> these from the Harlem Festival, like paying homage. Yeah. But my butt was like, not today. Damn, cut them into like some shorts or something. Yeah, it's going to be even crazy. Mm. <laughs> Um, and then I got to do uh, work on an Arikasha campaign that launched today. Shout that out to was Arikasha. super cute. <laughs> Where I did the Black Pepper Sav. Um, <laughs> I did the tutorial for it on my IG stories, which is actually really great because it it spawned from me doing it on this show and yes. then getting so much traction that Arikasha was like, let's turn it into a thing. And I was like, I'm not going to jump on YouTube because honestly, I don't have the bandwidth to edit and just the work that comes along with making those videos like back in the day. But I was like, I can whip it up for IG and that actually be kind of cute. Yeah. And then Dustin joined me <laughs> and blessed me with a final clip for it, yelling Lord. Black Papa Sabbath, y'all. Lord Jesus. And it was funny because before he even came on the, the IG story, people were like, I can't listen to you say this without hearing Dustin. <laughs> and then boom. <laughs> it was perfect. So That's thank right. you for that. Anytime. And thank you to Ari Keisha for always looking out for the kids. Yes. So it was a great weekend. I love when I can balance what I love to do and who I love to be around. Amen. I know that's the fuck right. I'm very so ready to jump in. Oh, do you guys have anything else to add? Oh, yeah. I guess we do need to make church announcements. Yeah, huh? yes, we earlier do. in the show. Um, I know you said you want to talk about some things. Definitely. This week, um, I'm really excited. I'm going to be doing a Instagram takeover for the Native Son Awards. Um, yeah, they're taking place this Thursday. So you can go on Instagram at Native Son, just the way it sounds. If you have trouble spelling it, it's N-A-T-I-V-E, son, like a male child, not 
um, <laughs> the star in the sky. So, yeah, Native Son, um, check me out. It's a really, really, really dope award show that honors um, black gay men who have done things of impact and elegance. Um, last year, I got featured in the Out Magazine High 100 issue. I'm um, in print. It was my first time being in print. Thank you. Um, and so it was a great partnership with Native Son Out Magazine. So I'm glad to be working with them again this year. So Thursday um, evening at eight o'clock. You can check their Instagram account um, and I'll be all up over that bitch. So that's it. Yay. Yay. <laughs> Sweet. And then Dustin actually has this week's black business. Oh, I too. do. Yeah. It's called Minding Yarn. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> um, this oh, week's black business. So. Once again, giving honor to black women, I was watching Sister Circle and <laughs> they had the cutest little brothers. It was four of them on the set that were, they had a cookie business. Oh my um, God, cut it like out. Like these gourmet cookies and the boys were so well-spoken, um, so knowledgeable of their business and all the answers. They were just so well-prepared and I was so proud of them. So I definitely wanted to give them a little shout. Um, again, they're four brothers and they're all under the age of 11, the Billingsley boys. Joshua, who's 11, Isaiah is nine, Caleb is seven, and Micah is five, and they go by the Yummy Brothers. Oh, yeah, my God. So um, <laughs> it's Yummy Brothers Cookies. Uh, again, these are four I brothers. That's so cute. Exactly. They're from Atlanta. They've been making these cookies for two years, um, and it's their great-grandmother's cookie recipe. Oh, my so, God. So um, everybody would always say that their cookies were really good, so they just started thinking they could make a living off of selling them, um, and that's exactly what they've done. So they have over 36 different flavors. Um, and it's great. They ship nationwide and they also go around to lots of communities to events, um, actually selling the baked goods in person. So um, if you want to check them out, learn more about them, you go to yummybrothers.com. Again, four young black boys. They're so cute. Look at them, friends. With their little suits. Look at them. How old is the little, little one? Five. Oh, my yeah. God. So and he was they asked him on He's Sister Circle right what now. his favorite thing to do was. And he said, make money. So, yeah. Look at my son. So, shout out to the Yummy Brothers. Check those guys out. And that is all of the blackness of the business for this week. Sweet. The website is so cute. And you're looking at it? Yeah, like I'm looking at their little logo. Oh, my God, the logo. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Okay, you just killed me. I'm all emotional now. Okay, so on last week's episode, titled 36 Questions That Lead to Love, we discussed... I wish you could see how they both just rolled their eyes at me right now. We <laughs> we dis- we discussed this theory of 36 questions and whether it fosters intimacy. And of course, Dustin and Asante had a lot to say. But most importantly, <laughs> you guys had a lot to say. So who stood out to you, Asante? Well, I want to first give a shout out to Ashley Rivera. Uh, she has a subject that says the friend zone mentioned at CUNY Child Care Conference. And she says, I just want to take this opportunity to write in and let you know I'm a Latin early childhood educator based in downtown Brooklyn. My job send us, sends us on conferences, and the theme of this year's conference was Strong Minds, Strong Bodies, Caring for Self, Children, and Families. As early childhood educators, our main focus as teachers is the well-being of our children and to ensure that these children's first memories of school and learning are positive experiences and teaching our children that nothing is out of their reach. We sometimes forget to reassure ourselves of these positive outlooks and can sometimes get stuck in negative headspaces. Hearing our theme for the conference this year was focused on mental health. It was very refreshing. One of our keynote speakers and workshop hosts was Dr. Chandra Llewellyn Travis, who hosts a workshop 
titled Dare to Self-Care. She mentioned the importance of taking the time out for ourselves to wind down and how one of the easiest ways she makes time for herself weekly was by listening to podcasts. And the friend zone was listed as one of her go-to <gasps> easy listens. What? She mentioned how it has a perfect balance of humor, mental health talk, and pop culture in healthy doses. That's right, girl. <laughs> it took me time. It took me back for a minute to realize how far this podcast has come and how much it really does help to listen to you guys speak freely every week. Your work is appreciated, and I'm certain you all have made an impact on others beside myself. Thank you for being my weekly reminder to chill out, relax, and focus on my self care. So I just want to, you know, how cool do that. Is that? Thank you. I didn't want to just be negative and say I hated the 36 questions last <laughs> week. No, I'm just playing. But yeah, I, I just had to let that be known. You know, a little credibility. You know, we get mentioned at like conferences that and educators really and things cool. like that. And speaking wow. of, BuzzFeed just highlighted yes, it. They, they were one of my tweets. So go on and let them have it. Right. Oh, no, no, no. no you no, keep no, that. No, you no, keep no, that. No, 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 no. <laughs> You, you gotta that. do it. You gotta do it, Fred. It's out there. <laughs> well, BuzzFeed highlighted us as one of the most, what is it? The 14 podcasts that you had to listen to on your way to work, on your commute to work. So Come cool. On, and now. our siblings, the, the Reed, Reed number, number one. one. Knocking that shit out the park, okay? Rightfully so. Even though I was kind of annoyed that they didn't use their image as the image of the article. Hello, if they're number one. Yeah. They used another one, but it's fine. But we were yeah. on there too, and that's awesome. And that yeah. was always, it's always nice to be, to see that we're being well received it's always a good feeling yes. absolutely out of all these podcasts you could have been anywhere in the podcast but y'all was here with us for that list <laughs> right. so okay. thank you BuzzFeed and thank you everybody that's been out there listening because we wouldn't be here without y'all right what about you friend what did you find I dipped into the SoundCloud street okay you back in the SoundCloud street I'm back street. home I'm okay. back home so Chef Bay said Chef Bay Chef Bay okay. said my ex was fixated on having children by the age of 30 and settling down he caught me with that because men my age don't think like that. But it was the concept that he was obsessed with. He didn't want to put in the time. Wait, he didn't want to put in the work, excuse me, to make it to marriage. He didn't understand that a relationship required respect and teamwork. He had a new girl less than a month after we broke up. Uh, and I'm sure she will be pregnant by his 30th birthday this July. Wow. I'm telling you, I know what that feels Better like. Better you. Right? When it's a concept. Something similar happened with us. Uh, Someone who was kind of pressing me about like marriage and kids. And I'll admit, sometimes I'll be like, oh, okay, whatever. And they're like asking for baby names I'll, and I'll like play along. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, let's just get to it. Let's right. just like, I'll give you what you need. And so <laughs> yeah. We came up with a kid name and you know that it's his kid's name. <laughs> what an ass. Are you serious? I, felt, I always felt so weird about that because I'm like, <laughs> right? That's awkward as fuck. Like you just like, moved did on you tell and your were woman like, I'm that... still naming my kid that. Right? Maybe he was like, "Well, shit." <laughs> I said kid. it first. If you remember the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> but how you sit with someone like she gonna have your eyes? That's why we're not talking. Baby named Medina and shit. She like that. And she's showing the baby off to everybody. Her aunts and shit. They all hug. Dina. <laughs> <All time. laughs> oh, no. Meanwhile, I'm on Twitter oh. like, <laughs> oh, shit. Funky Cole Medina. <laughs> what about you, Dustin? What you find? Oh, shit. Twitter yeah, I guess street? I got to do that. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, shit. 
Okay, here we go. So shout out really quick. I just want to give a couple shout outs from the Oscars last night. First of all, Regina King won Best Supporting yes. Actress for her role in If Bill Street Could Talk. And apparently the streets were singing a sweet song for her because she won. <laughs> She's in a winning season, okay? Like so clean, bomb. sweet. Well deserved. What a full circle moment, right? That was mm. Brenda from 227. Wow. Winning bro. an Academy Award. So my heart was just jumping for joy. Um, and I was so happy to see that. And so Variety Magazine, um, on their Twitter account, they posted the coolest clips of uh, the winners of the awards getting their actual awards engraved at the Governor's Ball. You know, that's tr- the tradition. Excuse me, self. <laughs> Get together. That's the tradition. You take your statue to the um, Governor's Ball after party, and that's where they actually engrave it with your name oh, and wow. what you won for. Yeah. Oh, so you actually take the statue? Mm-hmm. I thought they, like, shipped it to you. No, you take the statue and, and go to around. the party. It's yours at that point. Wow. Like, you go to the party and that's engrave something. it. Walking into the party with I was about to say, don't let me hands. just be walking around with no damn award now. I'd be shook to, like, leave it somewhere, though. Like, exactly. Not, it's I, Oscar. I would not let it go. <laughs> that whole night is glued. You you know, like I would put mine right in my crotch <laughs> and be sitting there talking to everybody with my legs crossed at the ankle, holding the Oscar right in between my crotch. And if you can get it, <laughs> that you get it, if you can get it there, you will bet you deserve it. <laughs> and I'm just gonna have them send me a new one anyway. <laughs> but anyway, put that shit on the chain. So that's a big Dang. moment, right? <laughs> that's a big moment for um, Academy Award winners, and we actually got a chance to see it. Uh, Variety captured footage of the uh, winners accepting Eric taking their statues to get engraved. So Regina King was just so humble and just so, um, she was just full of emotion. Um, very nice and sweet to everybody around her. She congratulated um, one of the other winners, this white lady that didn't say congratulations back. And Regina was still sweet when she did it, but oh, I wow. clocked it. Um, so shout out to Variety. They showed that. They also showed um, Hannah Beachler. The first African-American to win Best Production Design. Wow, okay. amazing. Yep. Um, and hers was really sweet. She said, I did my best and my best is good enough. Amen. So unlike that song, you know the song. I did my best, but I guess my best wasn't good enough. She said, that's a damn lie. Hers was. <laughs> so shout out to her. Um, and there was something else from the, oh, also shout out to Juvenile of Cash Money Records. Yesterday was the 20th anniversary of Back That Ass Up. Wow. I could have saved it for the Music Man segment, but I feel like it belongs up front, like Rosa Parks. (laughs) So... Shout out to them. I'm so excited that I was there to see that song and watch it grow and evolve and be what it's always been to me, which is a classic. Um, And I want to give my last tweet shout out to Love the Puck, just like it sounds, (laughs) who tweeted a video of a woman in a walker, an old woman literally running across a wooden floor in a walker. And they accompanied the video clip by saying, me in a few years when I hear Cash Money Records taking over for the 99 and the 2000. And look at the video of the lady in the walker. Oh, shit. I felt like that was a proper clothes. Might as well have. Them back wheels were smoking. (laughs) Okay. Roadrunner. Meet me. So shout out to her. And that's all. Sweet. So for this week's episode. So because we took our break. I need to know what you finna talk about. No, no, no. It's nothing crazy. I promise. So remember we took our break. I think our last episode last month was, I mean, in December was on the 19th. Um, Then we took some time and there was something funny, not funny. It was kind of crazy, actually, that happened that we never recapped because once we came back, so much was going on with us trying to like jump back into the loop. But let me see if I can trigger your memory. So 
On December 27th, it was a Thursday. Oh my God. At 9 12 p.m., a smoke filled sky in New York City turned a fluorescent shade of blue. Why are you going to bring this up like that? Why are you saying it like that? Because tell me, no, come on, you guys. We never talked about this. And I realized it because I don't know what I was reading in it. Like, they were showing the images of that night, and I was like, oh my God, we never talked about this. Oh, so you didn't see it when it happened? No, I did. Oh, I was about to say. I'm saying it like jogged my memory of the fact that we never covered the craziness was that we thought we were having an alien fucking invasion in New York City. Where were you guys that night? Because I saw all of us tweeting, like, what the fuck? I was leaving the uh, movies with Crystal. We we saw Spider-Man. Oh shoot! Of course, I would have been fucked up. And this hoe gonna say, Crystal was gonna say, "Oh, my spider powers is finna activate." I was like, "That is not how this works." Like you see this blue light in the sky, you think now you finna be Spider Girl now? Like, Are you scared? Hell yes! That, I mean, when I tell you, it was a daytime in the night, and we had just walked out the movie, so I'm like, "It is nine. What time? Like, what the fuck? What is that light?" And it was off in the distance, but you could see it covered like the whole. Because, you know, from uh, Magic Johnson, like, you only see, like, that side of Queens anyway. So it looked right. like the whole thing was lit up. But then I started looking to the side, and I was like, it's dark over there. It's lit over there. It's dark over there. Like, freaking out. <laughs> Where were you, Dusted? All right, so busted, right? <laughs> so I was actually on a date, right? But oh at the beginning, God. at the beginning of the day, on God, y'all, this is how it went down, right? So <laughs> I was in a lift, right? And I was waiting on, I was on the upper, like, I was actually on, I'll just say this. I was on, what part of, what would I say? Like, East Harlem, Upper East Side area, right? Mm-hmm. Right in that, you know, that little yeah. nook. Yeah. And so you can see you have a straight shot I'll view. See you right of, there. Okay. So <laughs> I'm sitting at the corner in the car, in the lift, waiting on the person to come oh, downstairs and get no. in the car, right? I would have left and been like, I was that's aside from going Wait, let me, let me tell you. My ass was in the back seat, head down in my phone. I heard the driver like, yo, what the fuck? So I'm thinking we about to get like in an accident or oh something. And I'm like, it would be my luck to get hit while I'm stopped standing <laughs> still and ain't even doing nothing to nobody. Somebody going <laughs> to run into funny. me. Of course, that's how it's going to happen. But anyway, so once I realized we wasn't getting hit, I looked up and realized it was daylight outside. And I'm like, it's nine and motherfucking clock or whatever time it was. I'm like, hold on. So I looked and I realized, then I put two and two together. By that time, he had opened the car door and was standing outside. So shit, I looked outside and made sure it wasn't no like aliens or nothing running down the but street. How did you not, you didn't know. But I had to know what the fuck was going on while it was daytime. But it was also that electric blue. But the, so everywhere, you obviously, obviously know how I reacted to that. But yeah. the funny part was, it literally felt like the fucking movies because everybody you know this is New York City and there's lots of people like there's lots of pedestrian traffic Mm -hmm. so (laughs) when I got out the car I looked up and realized or looked around rather and realized that it literally looked like a movie people holding hands with a little kid and they both looking up at the sky (laughs) you know what I'm saying hands it literally looked like the whole city was doing the mannequin challenge and like looking up in the air it was unreal it was unreal first of all 
I just realized that there might be people who do not know what the hell we're talking about. Oh, yeah. Not everybody be on Twitter. But on the night of the Thursday, December 27th, like I said, there was an electrical fire, an explosion, Transformers at Con Edison. But it made the sky turn this like electric blue. And then it was like purple. Then it was white. pink. Then yeah. it was straight white. And then the clouds were in a strange formation. And I don't know if you guys felt it, but there was a vibration and yeah. like a humming that was there absolutely in my was. Ears. There was a sound. And, was a and that's why sound. it felt like a movie. I felt like, though, because we were indoors and it's still like. That, like I could you feel, feel it. You could feel and then it when we, before you even came out. Yeah, because oh, when we came outside, like we heard, it, and then it, and then it started to finally go dark again. And I was like, "This, like, are the niggas me... going to start disappearing?" <laughs> oh or like, God. that's how I felt. Like we had just seen that too. <laughs> what made it so weird? Two things. And Number one, like a Marvel movie, right? In out. the Spider Verse, where they traveling different universes and shit. <laughs> so we didn't know. That it was no motherfucking fire at Con Edison. All we knew right. was we heard a crazy ass noise and it literally turned as bright as daylight. The difference was it wasn't a normal like daylight colored blue sky. It was right. literally like an electric blue, like a like an alien, like an alarm clock letter or number yes. blue. You know what I'm saying? Yes. That, that the color it was and it was Almost unreal. Neon. Yeah, it yep. was like a neon blue color. <gasps> and then it was turning into white, and you realize that something was going on. But it the, it was so expansive. It wasn't like an isolated light. No, it no, literally no. became the entire, and it was all of Manhattan. I, yes. Yes. I, yes. So here's what I was. I was in my living room. Here's the craziest part. Oh, yeah, so I was burning. Movie. Yeah, because you see how my window mm-hmm. like sees the whole bridge. So I'm meditating, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Their faces. I'm burning Baby. resins, meditating, Baby. and I feel the vibration. I was like, "Ooh, I went a little too <laughs> <laughs> He's like, ooh, I, I said, which chakra level was this? Right. I got to reel out. Let me reel out. And then I open my eyes and I see the sky is fucking oh blue. My God. I, I like, know. No. <laughs> oh, my God. You're like, ooh, I unlocked a new vision. What's happening? When I tell I you, I got on energy. my knees. Oh. <laughs> my knees. And I was like. Okay, Lord. <laughs> Whatever your will is. Oh, no. Man. And then I was like, no. And then I snapped too, because all jokes aside, I was fucking crazy that I happened to be meditating when that was happening. I go on Twitter because that's always the first place. Mm-hmm. And I type in light mm-hmm. sky Manhattan. And then all I saw was people like, yo, what the fuck yes. is this shit? I was like, okay, so it's not just me tripping. <laughs> I open my window, I look out, and I see all the dudes on the block. Dying, someone, some of them oh were dying God. laughing. They were like, what the fuck is going on? And they saw other people running <laughs> as fast as fuck. The cabs were driving hella fast. Like, everyone was no, reacting see. differently, which I think was probably the most fascinating part of it is, like, how people handle not knowing. Because, like Dustin said, we didn't know for hours. Remember? We didn't know for hours. Zero idea. And really, it was only if you were on Twitter, because that's where I saw, like, the breaking news of it being Con Edison. Obviously, if you were on TV, I'm sure they mentioned it. I tweeted, dog, 9.15 p.m., and then it's the light. <laughs> Look at that. that that's it. That's, that's, that's exactly what color it was. Listen to Crystal. This is crazy. Yo. And that was inside. 
That, oh yeah, that is the movie theater. And it was getting darker at that point because that right, shit was brighter. And look, because it, well, it was lighter over yeah, there. Yeah, look at that. It literally and looks like a tell, like a cartoon. Because it, it was, was like so flickering. Lit. Yeah, right. it was the flicker that was making me anxious because I was like, was y'all, this the portal. Right. That's what I was thinking about. Who the fuck want to see some UFO shit? I don't want to. I don't. I don't want to see it. Well, that was my next. I watch all the sci-fi movies in the world, but I don't want to see that shit in real life. No, but okay. So that was my next question. They said it was. Con Edison. Right, I don't believe that. We don't know if it was Con Edison. I don't believe that I mean, that I didn't hear second. nothing about that after, but what if it was, let, all jokes aside, let's just say hypothetically speaking, what if it wasn't Con Edison and when you had looked up, you saw something part the sky? <laughs> I'm glad you asked And this. start coming down towards the city. What would have been the first thing that you did? I would have, first of all, oh my God, I probably would have shit on myself. Are you crazy? Like, real talk? Like, like you like you see, like, like for Some real. Some niggas dropping out the sky, you're like, what? And like, and that light and shit. And then I'm going to be like, why is it right here? Like, damn, I ain't even at home. It ain't like I can save none of my stuff. Like, I was just, I started thinking about all that. And then, you know, it's not a good time for no environmental surprises and shit right now. You know what I'm saying? Right. North Korea and shit. I don't know what's going on that like too, we didn't know if it was we, war, I didn't know missile. I right, thought that we was out of here I thought we was out of <laughs> here for real like I thought that was the end what came to your mind when you saw it what did you think like what was your immediate reaction that was happening I knew that something had happened and I knew that I that I seen something <laughs> that's what I knew did you think it was war related or I didn't you know what alien? it was but I knew something had happened and I was trying to get home to my sister to be honest with you oh. I still went on my date though but like <laughs> that's I did but I thought about her you know what I'm saying because <laughs> we would separate it and I, of course if some you know if some come out the sky I want to be by her you know oh. but like that shit had me I was scared as hell I ain't even gonna lie y'all know I don't be scared of nothing knock on wood but like that no I never I don't think I've ever felt that way I don't think I ever felt that way because it was that feeling of like for me at least it was that feeling of like oh shit is this really happening yeah like like, going down like I thought it was alien invasion I really did mm -hmm. but low key I was excited too not excited I was excited what what was you gonna do when the aliens got here friend I would have gone downstairs oh no friend I really would have I'm gonna tell you right now if we together I've been waiting I'm gonna tell you you right now if we together (laughs) and the aliens show up friend we going separate ways you know they gonna give me that like, I was gonna say, but but if I see you on the other side of it and you still cool with him, vouch for me. I'm just my friend, you know. I so you can't see stump. me get zapped up real quick, <laughs> right? Like, but then you might come back down as the baddest bitch that ever was. Hello, like they came for me, and I was like, oh well, this is a different kind of party, man. Right, Wait, what about you? What was your immediate reaction? You think oh, war, aliens? So immediately, I thought aliens, because you know that's I, so great. Because yeah. I think there's a difference. For me, I always thought, you know, I live in New York, so some shit could happen, like, on the wharf. Like, I always thought, damn, I got to live in New York. Some shit, if it's going to happen, it's going to happen here. And I always think that. But when I saw that light, I said, this is some extraterrestrial shit. And I don't know if at the time I was just watching too much Travelers. Like, this was a show on Netflix I watched. (laughs) But I watched tons of sci-fi. So when I seen that blue light, that was the Independence Day blue. That was the Skyline blue. Like, I've seen all these alien movies, and it was that particular blue. It was that exact shade (laughs) of alien invasion And I was like, "Uh -uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. And white. 
and like and even the pink and, and all, the like pink. autumn colors. Yo, like when the sky turned purple, I was like, yo. That, whole that blue palette. had me fucked up. I ain't gonna lie. That shit had me fucked up. And it was so bright. Yeah. It was so bright. Yeah. And the vibration. Like, I, my ears were literally popping. But, so if it was an alien, y'all would have freaked out? Hell motherfucking yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you know why I would have freaked out? Because I've seen all these movies where the shit goes wrong. Like, there's always, like, somebody super level-headed. But that's level-headed. Hollywood. It's gonna make the aliens seem like the villain. Well, no, no, no. Not even... How the fuck we supposed to but know? Not I even, bet you they're not really even sweet. on that front. I don't, but they see, might not even have a concept So let sweet. me finish what I'm about to say, because not even on that front. What you trying to say? <laughs> I hate, in the movies, there's always the people that think, oh, the aliens might be here to help and then there's always the niggas that's like nah we gonna shoot them niggas and then they hit the button and fuck it all up and then we all fuck and I don't want to be put in that type of situation I would rather the extraterrestrials stay away until they can speak English and be like hey uh, we here but we helping if y'all don't want to shit just let me know we'll turn back they're gonna communicate via telepathy they're gonna just talk to you through your mind niggas is too damn skeptical they're gonna be like nigga you think you a yala you don't know nothing get out of my face and then we fuck like see I just got a request I just don't want them to have them like them squishy eyelids you know what I'm talking about what do you, you know how in the movies like the aliens like they have like the eyelids it'd be like that slimy shit that material like when they blink it'd be like oh, oh, when the eyelids go down and that, that, that slimy smack I just don't want them to have that kind of shit if they regular motherfuckers like just don't be clammy I don't know. But like, what if they're cool? What if they came to touch, down? No, to the this, touch? no, no, no. Like <laughs> cool <laughs> energy. Touch. Like what if they oh. came down and came up to you and like were they like, dry ice. And what, <laughs> I'm sorry. honey pot aliens? <laughs> I wonder what the aliens have coochies too. Like, well, they would have to to reproduce. Maybe they wouldn't though. <laughs> Have you They're ever aliens, seen... so nothing makes... See, that's why it's too many variables. You ever seen that show? It used to come on ABC. I think um, V. V? It was uh, no. V for Vendetta or it was, whatever. Well, no, it was V and it stood for visitors because it was a, a series about like some aliens that ended up coming to Earth. What? And how, I'm late. And so this was like an older show. But anyway, it was aliens that came to Earth and they were providing help. But then some of the people discovered that the aliens was really trying to plot for their takeover. <gasps> but they were doing it so discreetly because they were helping all the humans and then they were helping people get pregnant, like, you know, reversing like uh, ailments and shit like that. But then they were really trying to set us up and hurt us so they could use us. <laughs> Us later, so I trust no alien. No, you don't know that though. They might you be just like, don't really... know. but here's the thing. It's that one. oh oh that one that one. Mm-hmm. Oh it was no, a t- I never two thousand nine. What do, what do you think? First of all, do you believe in aliens? You think they they exist? Yes, I do. You've I seen the like Trump they... rallies. <laughs> We know damn well aliens exist. <laughs> I think Men in Black was spot on. There's bureaus for it. No, I don't, I don't think that. But I do think that there's some shit out there. It's, the universe there is just too to big. It's too expansive it's too big. for us to be the only motherfuckers on this shit. There's just there's too no many way. cool things that we see like on a microscopic level. So I can only imagine what exists like an outer space, like shit we can't even get to. Right. Or and, shit that might and the we can get to can't even see. that they must take. Right. We think they might be in gas. like a linear 3D, but they might be like they might just be lights and light. shit. Yeah, or energy. Or just the sound. Be like, I can't see you. And they just making noises. That's and why shit. you can't even worry about it. Or something you can't even see because it's not within like our field of depth. Like, hey, who you talking knows? about they dapping you up. <laughs> see what I'm saying? I really feel like, well, I don't know. What what do you think they think of us? 
They probably think we're reprehensible. <laughs> awful people. Awful beings. You it's, think so? It's yeah. safe to say how we treat the What do the we earth? think about people? <laughs> so safe. you think if, if we can't stand these motherfuckers, you know, aliens been over it. Because they <laughs> they already seen, obviously, they've seen the beginning, middle, and the end of all our lives. Right. So they over it. They like, y'all ain't never going to learn. <laughs> Niggas really ain't shit. You know what I'm saying? If they, advanced enough, the ocean. if they advanced enough to travel here and then they don't, like they just be standing in the way because they think we dumb or whatever I think that they probably are like super intelligent like they're like uh, we see what y'all do and we not trying to and fuck with that and we want no all. parts but you don't think that they have some kind of pact or communication with the government like some kind of boundary mm. where it's like the government has them in check a little bit like listen we'll give you what you guys need as long as you don't slide down on 125th Street at the Magic Johnson Theater and fucking scare people as they're coming out from Spider-Man movie like, what, do you think there's some kind of pact? So, do you think they got know? anything to offer? That's what. What I'm... can the government give them? Teslas. <laughs> <laughs> right, and they would be attracted to the doors going up. Right. <laughs> Why is there a Tesla in space? Soldier boy, imagine. Why is there? there what you, you think Soldier Boy's an alien? <laughs> he put a Tesla in space, didn't he? He do look like that scully emoji. Oh my god! <laughs> now that's the. You know what? That's an amazing segue because now. <laughs> Elon Musk is creating that mm-hmm. shuttle that's supposed mm-hmm. to take is it to Mars I believe yeah I ain't getting on that thing would you guys go if it <laughs> became a thing obviously you wouldn't be part of the like beta program that's testing right. it out but would you be if once it's like you know tested out and there's it's a clear direction and they landed and it's you know that this works it's not like a tester anymore and it's a, a clear route that's the word I was looking for would you be down to go check out what's going on in Mars? Mm-mm. No. No? You wouldn't know. be the least bit curious? No, no. you know, I, my equilibrium, <laughs> I, you know, I, I don't, mm-mm. first of all, you can't even sit the fuck down. Everything's floating. <laughs> I like to eat before I go to things like that. You know what I'm saying? I want my stomach all flipping and flopping all over the place. I, it's just too many unknowns. And I don't trust these people on the ground. So why would I trust them Real. taking me to... You think I'm finna let you th- What I'm gonna do Uber back You know what I'm saying If shit go left Like no I'm not going I'm sorry Can I tell you Great opportunity Great idea Won't be doing it I feel you The only movie That had me interested in space Was Xenon Girl of the 21st Century Dang What year was that I don't damn remember Back with uh, Raven Simone Back when she was on there I remember Hazitas Lapitas <laughs> That was the only time I thought It would be kinda cool To go to space Because they would take Their little shuttle to the uh, the space camp thing to see Protozoa performing all that shit. I was like, damn, this is kind of funny. Oh, that's cool. so dope. But like outside of that, I can't do it. Like if we do start moving to Mars or taking trips to Mars and stuff like that, I'm gonna work my hardest to make sure if I have some kids and they want to do that, that they can do that. Cause that is their life. Cool. I mean, what's their life? You can let your yeah. kids go to. I know. I, I mean, I can't control your no. kids. You know, play outside the lawn or whatever the yard. <laughs> you gonna let your kids go to fucking Mars? Let me tell you something. I mean, if they if want I to. give birth to somebody that is smart and intelligent enough to become a space related, you know, intergalactic and all that. Power to you, child. I love you so much, and I hope you can do it and live. Aww. But I can't do it. So, so do it for me, because <laughs> I'm not doing that. I, can't. I think I'm gonna be a pretty cool dad, but I don't know if I'm gonna be ice cold. I guess my, <laughs> I would be curious. I can't lie. Like if I start seeing yes. that civilizations are being developed, and the Absolutely. only thing that I will admit is that like the images that we'll be seeing is literally that images, right? 
the story so that they give. It's the story that they create, whatever narrative, whatever projection they want to say is happening, and you really don't know. So you think it's like a hotel that's got good pictures and you show up <laughs> and it's a piece of shit? You think it's Fire Festival when you get there? It's Asante's Airbnb in Atlanta. Okay. You know shit. what I mean? With some but alien, alien alien show up like, what the hell going on up in here? I'm taking my TV. <laughs> okay. Like, God damn So man. that would be my only concern. And, and, and like Dustin said, it's a, it's a long ways from home. <laughs> So it's not like you can go and then be like, oh, no. like What time the next one comes <laughs> Uh Nigga, you on Mars. <laughs> and then so, you time travel, you know, you're traveling through space. That take a long ass time. That's like true. And you come so back and it might be like Mars 15 years uh-uh, later see. or earlier. You don't know when you came back. That's, you know, a movie I love, Interstellar. I love Interstellar. That is Beautiful. one of my favorite fucking movies of all. Do you know I cried? I did, too. I it cried. was beautiful. I cried. I came out of there and was crying. My ex was like, wow, you really like that movie. <laughs> it, was like, it was so good. Like, because it, it confirmed. I'm watch that again on my 4K TV. Oh, that's probably be crazy on 4K. It confirmed a lot of my beliefs mm-hmm. about dimensions Us, and yes. time space. You know how yes. I always go into those combos and so to see it. In the big screen, I just felt so, like, affirmed. <laughs> Can I, I tell like, you how good is, is that? It was so good, but it was also kind of annoying to in that manner to me because it was kind of like, well, damn, we do have, like, the blueprint and no, like, because this makes sense, but why can't we really, like, get here? Like, really make sense of it. And that that's, that's another reason Listen. I think the aliens probably stay away. They're like, look at these niggas. They just worried about all this shit on Earth. Out. We traveling around. We're not going fin- to finna share our tech with y'all. Y'all could do it the way we did it. Like, they probably thinking like that. So what are they going to come? What are we going to do a pack with them for? I didn't know y'all believed in aliens. Who said I do? <laughs> <laughs> Who said that? Yeah. I don't know nothing. I don't want no trouble. <laughs> I don't know nothing. I'm not trying to find out. <laughs> if y'all trying to stay on the low, cool with me. I don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I'm straight. And I'm going to tell you something else. Back dialing back mm-hmm. to your original points about civilizations developing. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, people who live on space going to be crazy. You think? Yes, we ain't supposed to be up there. So you get up there and and the the gravitational pools be all fucked up, Mm -hmm. draining you out. We think we tired now. Imagine if the moon was sucking the shit out of you when you go up there. Uh -uh. There are a lot of theories that the wealthy, who obviously are going to be the ones to partake first because they'll be able to afford the price of these shuttles to space, that this is some kind of plot or ploy to... Get us up out of here. No, no, no. Get themselves up out of here. Because Earth is dying. Because Earth is, well, quote unquote, dying. I doubt it'll die, but we'll die Not in our lifetime, right. That's (laughs) why I'd be like, not in my lifetime. I'll be straight. Earth is like, bitch, you'll die before I would. Trust that. No, but I I do. But I mean, that's actually another point. What if they (laughs) ship our asses? All the pores out to Mars and they, you know, figure out their little gluten free vegan lifestyles down here it's while we're over there. Up. Let me tell you what happened before we get to Ain't that. Ain't it always point, nighttime in space? I don't or, or see you. Every picture even I see, the night sky is black. <laughs> Have you ever seen a picture of daylight in space? <laughs> well, I, I guess it's going to depend on what the sun situation is like. Because some of them planets Can't be having multiple beach. moons and shit. Yeah, some like of them might have beautiful all beaches because all the all different the scientists shit. listening to us are rolling yeah. out of their eyes like, like these what? motherfuckers <laughs> have zero clue. And speaking of zero clue, exactly, I had zero clue when I was watching um Life. I thought I was watching the other Life. Oh, when the I one seen with it, Martin. When I seen it on the plane, I was like, they got Life on here. Oh, and then no, it was the, the Jake Gyllenhaal one. That happened to me. Yo, that twisted ass yo, that alien movie. I was fucked up. I'm sitting up here thinking about to see Eddie Murphy and Marlon to get a good laugh on. 
home. And I'm like, do you from want your cornbread? I'm thinking I'm going to like die on this plane, have a black ass time. <laughs> no, had an interterrestrial last time. Up. I was pissed. <laughs> I don't want to give away the end, but that part fucked me up. Absolutely. All I know is if anybody goes to space and brings anything back, whether it be like a, a, a disease or entity or whatever the fuck, I just. An entity. A disease. <laughs> Can you imagine getting burned in space? Oh, child. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> That's it. You, never mind. <laughs> never mind. That's going to get us kicked off the network. <laughs> never mind. <laughs> I didn't know where we was going to go. <laughs> Woo. But I just, you know, that was something that I was thinking about. And I was like, that was a really, really scary night. And seeing even on Twitter how people were reacting, people were freaking the fuck hell out. Yeah, well, like, I mean, freaking the I'm fuck out. I'm just glad out. no one was looting because I knew that was oh, coming shit. next. Once I saw that light the way it was, I said, everybody's about to start going crazy. Like, I knew I wasn't going to get a cab or nothing. I was thinking like, I'm actually... Everyone to... in Harlem was just running, which yeah. is yes. like, the funniest shit. <laughs> yes. I was trying not to laugh Because when I came downstairs, it was like waves of people moving yes. and shit. I was like, oh no, baby. I My thing, I just wanted to know what the hell was going on so I, I could feel figure out what to do. You right. know what I'm saying? I didn't know what the fuck was going on. Do you think they would tell us if it was something? No, oh, that's why I had no. to look for myself. Hell no. You know, they ain't gonna tell us because they already didn't got, the, the jig is already up at that <laughs> point because whoever then got over on them if the sky didn't opened up at that point. So they ain't telling us shit. I can't believe you guys aren't excited to meet aliens. No. Listen, have you ever Think seen the movie? Think of the conversations y'all could have. I just feel like we're gonna be looking at each other like this. <laughs> You know what you was know. a good movie? <laughs> Just so we can figure out if we even, you know... <laughs> I think you know, yeah. <laughs> I become skeptical just thinking about how humans communicate and how it just doesn't work out ever. Like right now, we gotta get a con- <laughs> we gotta we gotta get on the same page. I guess <laughs> is what I'm trying to say. Like right now, this is a weird drama. Have you seen the movie Arrival? Arrival. What happened? Wait. So it's me. Amy Adams that's in this one. I always forget who. who I thought but... it was about menopause. <laughs> <laughs> I won't jump on my teeth. Arrival. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> it's about these like big figures, these big like spaceships, pretty much. They show up like in different parts of the world. Mm-hmm. And so, like, uh, teams in like Russia and China, and then there's one here. Like, uh, people like the teams go out and they try to figure out like what the fuck is happening on these spaceships, and it's aliens pretty much. Wait, like they came down far enough where you could see them? Yep, yep. Like these pillars just showed up in different parts of the world, and and so everybody was trying to figure out like whether the pillars were hostile or if they were friendly. Mm -hmm. And so the aliens were basically trying to like give us tech, like an attack was going to come, and they were trying to help us. But they couldn't communicate appropriately with us. So they had like people that were part of each team that the aliens ended up, I guess, communicating with telepathically, like showing them visions and shit and helping them out. And I thought that that was That's why I don't buy it, though. You could have did that shit in the first place. (laughs) What you mean? If you can communicate telepathically, (laughs) telephone book, whatever the fuck. But maybe they need to get within a certain radius to do it. But this is why I be scared about aliens showing up right here because (laughs) can't nobody communicate about nothing. Like, you talking about it being easy like that. What if they can't establish a connection because they're from different planets or whatever? How do you know you can if you can't? but you don't I'm know skeptical. but they damn aliens so it's like how do you know really what they can do and what they can't do how do they know what we can do and what we can't do so they might come here that's what I'm saying how they know they can't communicate with us then it's a lie somewhere <laughs> 
That's all I've got to I say. I forgot the point. Go on. Wait, but what happens? Well, I guess don't tell me what happens because I don't want to ruin it. But so does it work out? Or it, it finally, like, but you know, oh. it was that whole it was that whole back and forth with like, are we gonna trust the aliens or are we gonna just make a move now before they, they kill, kill us? us? Right, because it's like that game of time, like it's like war for real, but it's with different forms of life, and you don't really don't know what you're up against at all. So do you trust it for a while or do you wait <sighs> to you your demise? I mean, that is or, escape. Like that's what it feels like. Know. So it's like you up here talking about it's cool, and in my mind, I would love for like some aliens to show up and to be like, hey. We got some new life forms here, and they finna give us some new shit. Are we finna put them on to trap music or but something? But it could be like ET, and he comes kick so, it with you in your room. Mm, no, nah, and... we far away from ET, honey. <laughs> now, do you believe the, the people who have said that they've been abducted and have been like zapped up? And you see the images all the time of like the light coming down and the person floating up into the saucer. Oh, remember the crop circles? Yes, where people. Do you think aliens did the crop circle? I haven't heard an account that I believe, but I do believe that that shit do be happening. And that they be taking them. You think they hurt them or they just take them just to kind of like... They probably try to figure out what the fuck we about. Like if we had the opportunity... Like let's say we on Mars, right? One of our little drones. I'm sure that somebody is like a scientist or whoever in the government is more than likely trying to get the alien sample, whether it be a piece of DNA or some shit or whether it be a dead alien or whether they just take one. There's but, images on YouTube. You know, I'll be on the like conspiracy theory corner of YouTube and they are images. Obviously, we don't know if they've been doctored, but there are images of so-called aliens that are like being how many held look, in labs. How many what look they believable? Look like? That's the thing. They kind of look like the movie aliens, the typical like bobblehead. Like they're going to have a hands and feet. <laughs> That's what be fucking me up. With the big, the big buggy eyes and like the thin, <laughs> <laughs> the long thin neck and the long fingers. That's I'm like, I don't know. That looks like a costume. <laughs> laying on, they, what they laying up like on a bed, friend. Like a lab table. <laughs> <laughs> There's pictures I'm sending them the, the grandma's His chair. my ass. You know, that bl- like, the black chair that everybody Right, black like first the wicker chair. <laughs> <laughs> the grandma wicker chair. <laughs> they got aliens sitting up in one. <laughs> With a Pendleton blanket. You ever seen that? Uh, the, you ever seen the plug walk video? Rich the kid. No, <laughs> they then, got aliens in it's, it? It's a, it's a gag alien that he got dancing in the video. Because, oh, no. you know, he, he talking about plug walk. He's like, spaceship, like it's E.T. <laughs> so he randomly got some alien in the video, like partying with the bitch. And in the car and shit. <laughs> oh shit! Why I just come on? I be wanting to believe the alien abduction stories because I'm like, I mean, I know people make shit up, but I'm like, that had to have happened. At I believe it. Some points, aliens had to have taken one of us up Something. there to communicate. But I do always wonder if it's like friendly or aggressive because I'm Keyword, open to taken. it. <laughs> Take I'm open to I it. I am. Don't as say that, friend. Nice. What if we? What if our they podcast? Do, I was just about to say. What if we beamed up right now? And they're like, oh, I gotta find this friend now. <laughs> they gonna roll up in Harlem and she be like, fresh too. Like, uh, uh-uh, friend, friend, leave them aliens alone, girl. They will come Let to me, my house in the form of sneakers. Yeah, my last uh, sci-fi flick that got me fucked up. Right. Yes. Um, there's a movie called Skyline. 
And it's got. How do you know all these movies? I told you, I watch all. Like, I love all that sci fi shit. I watch all the sci fi shit, but that's why, like, that's it. I can watch it because I'm interested in it, but I don't want to be abducted. Like, if it's friendly and cool, fine. Like, if it is an exchange and a trade, cool. But I'm going to be that skeptical nigga. Like, what do y'all really want with us? You know, humans might be simple compared to y'all asses. What you want? What if they try to have sex with you or something? But what if they're sex? That'd be cool. But what, what if their sex alien? is different? That might be popping. But what if their sex is different? What if their type of popping? <laughs> what if their type of popping ends with you getting your head bit off at the end of it? Oh it, damn! And they're looking at you like, well, you, the the mantises do it, the humans don't do it. And it's like, uh, no, nah, that ain't how we do Too our morals. Too late for me like, to answer. <laughs> right. So that's what I'm like. And that's why I'd be skeptical. And I say that to say on Skyline, it got me fucked up because I forgot the name of the leads, but one of them was the nigga from Scrubs and the the Clueless series and all that shit. And he oh, was in it. Oh, the black dude. Yes, he's in it. But one of the characters, like, he ends up defeating one of the aliens, but then he gets on their ship, and then I think he gets caught anyway, but his brain ends up getting put in one of the alien soldiers' bodies, so he's supposed to be a soldier now to fight with the other aliens, so they realized that the aliens was taking everybody's brains and then reformatting them as soldiers. But he kept his brain power. Sounds so nice, Justin right, friend? It was so weird. <laughs> the ending was so weird because he like ended up keeping his his thoughts because he was he his brain was so strong that in his alien body he found his a uh, wife or girlfriend whoever that was pregnant still as a human and as opposed to killing her she just looked at his big alien looking ass and knew it was him. Yes, and I was like, <gasps> no, nah, y'all got me fucked Energy. up because friend, if you came back to me as one of the aliens, you would me. I don't know. Well, because it's you, I'd be you like, might. Hey, beautiful one. I, I was about to say, well. <laughs> What if you can't speak no more and you just got one of them forms and you like I feel like you would do something I bet is that friends <laughs> but I might not know friends so if you come up in my place and you just breaking the doors down because you don't know how to control your damn body or something <laughs> but then you start med- then you get in the, the, the sitting position I'm like oh that's friend you she meditating oh, oh my god I'll come with the Palo Santo you be like that's the friend alien I don't know I think it's cool <sighs> I, I'm not scared by it to be honest when I saw the lights like I said there was that part of me that was like <gasps> I've been it's waiting. my time yeah mm-hmm. like it was that feeling of like oh how cool like this is that moment that you've been waiting for at least I should speak for myself <laughs> and I've been really wanting to experience in all those alien movies and books that you've read and cartoons and I'm just like I'm so ready because I have a feeling that they're super cool I really feel that way I think they're super cool I don't think they're here to harm us If anything, I think they want to help us elevate our consciousness. I really believe that. Obviously, there might be different ones, I'm sure. Like, maybe there are some from somewhere else that aren't (laughs) as nice. But for the most part, I feel like the one that I meet is going to be really nice. So you would get your alien boyfriend? I mean, I don't know if we date, but... (laughs) Okay, so what if you... We can, like, hang. Okay, (laughs) bullshit time. Watch Okay, so what if you dating a nigga, he's perfect, and everything's going, and, like, a year or two down the road, he tell you, I'm an alien. And then you see his form, and he look (gasps) real, like, crazy. And he, like, shapeshifts. Or what if he, like... Bonkers. Oh, but what if he tells you he's like, I'm an alien, but I only can use this body once. So if I remove it, like you won't ever see it again. Like you'll just see me. Would you ever do that? And he changes forms in front of you. I think I'd be all right with that. OK, but what if his form is like crazy? Or what if he's like, I now have to live in the water only for the rest of this? Like that movie the- with the fish that the lady <laughs> had sex with. <laughs> 
The, what is it? The color of water or some shit? The shape yeah. of water? The shape of water. I didn't watch it. Fucking I didn't dolphin. watch it. She fucked a fish. Oh my God. I did not see it. I did. She fucked a fish. That was, what, that was the real black fish. <laughs> That's what happened at SeaWorld. Oh Secrets out. They was fucking the whales. Why did Peter say nothing about that? Peter you know, bought the every damn body. I watched that on a flight. And when it got to the scene where she was fucking the fish, oh I was god. looking around like, oh my god, oh my god, if people don't know what this is, they're gonna be and like, and I ain't never seen a fish with a dick. <laughs> I don't have you the, in the, the movie. <laughs> Wait a minute! I thought her and the fish was scissor. Like that was it? Some CGI or did they have some dolphin parts no, for real? He's like a, fish a man of, fish. Oh, he's like it's yes. like he has okay. a man body with yes. gills. <laughs> the man body. <laughs> right, she fucking white. She fucking uh, lake perch and whiting and. Uh, <laughs> what did you say earlier? They furking. Yeah, oh, she she been furking. <laughs> oh my god. No, but what would you do if someone you got really close to... Um, was no. furking a fish? You, no, not if they're furking a fish. If they tell you that they are of an alien race and they show you, like Asante says, they make like their eyes do the squishy thing that Dustin freaks out about or something. Mm. Well, Or I lizard eyes. It'll turn into a lizard really quickly. You know? Right. Boop. Or a cyclops. Just a big-ass eye. <laughs> what would you do? Going all the way across that goddamn face. Can you imagine somebody with one eye talking to you? <laughs> It's <laughs> talking about you see what I'm saying. No, now, what would I do? I would go the hell away from them with this, like Phaedra just suggested. Oh my God. I, you are, you're not even, you're an alien. What the fuck else we gonna do? <laughs> I'm out of here. You've been in love this whole time. With and your, you didn't know. I didn't know. Exactly. Oh. And now I didn't found out. You. Now I'm on there, Jesus. Oh, y'all are really funny. I am out of here. <laughs> Now, and that, no disrespect to the alien community, you know what I'm saying? Like, is, is this an inclusive yeah, show? Yeah, very inclusive. You know, I don't have no problem, you know, you know, <laughs> what your what your makeup is, is your business, you know. That's, but do you realize we have listeners that may very well be of alien race? Yeah. It's a race. I, I mean, in my yeah. opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you know, like I said, I don't want nobody. I don't care what box you check. I don't want nobody to feel offended. And I definitely don't want y'all fucking with me. You know what I'm saying? I ain't trying to bother y'all. I'm not going to tell where y'all at. I'm good. We good. We good. Me and the alien community see each other. I might even be an ally when I, now that I think about it. Listen, I think if that's, if anything happens where the world goes crazy, I'd want to be on the side of the aliens, personally. For real. I feel like I am because I'm very flipped and narrow to the bullshit. Dead. Leave me alone. <laughs> and I, they, we leave each other alone. So I think they're fine with me. Wow. So that's it. I just wanted Thank to bring God. that up. <laughs> Got me over here downloading Janelle Monet now. I love it. I love having silly conversations with you guys. But those of you who what are from Loretta New York, what if Loretta Devine is an alien? <laughs> you oh, know, there wow. might be celebs who are aliens or have been have replaced. No Remember when she played that mean oh, lesbian on? Um, like they say like about Avril Lavigne. Avril Lavigne. They bring that up all the damn time. And Britney Spears. They and say she's Britney. a clone. They've been talking she about. She do Britney. be dancing like a clone. Now. They say that about she, Kanye. Forever. That's not really him. Like I don't he's care. A clone. <laughs> but they, but they, but they do. Britney Spears do be dancing like a clone. Now that you I think, think she's about a clone? it, and she ain't always used to be like that. She didn't. You know, the first time I saw be uh, hit me, baby, one more time, I thought it was Mad TV. What you mean? I thought it was a parody the first time I saw that video. <laughs> really? <laughs> Meanwhile, the biggest song in the okay. world. Yeah, no, and look, and no, I respect Britney Spears and 
sometimes Kevin Federline, but I yes, literally thought that Hit Me Baby One More Time was a um, parody. I'm dead. But I love Lucky. Oh, babe. And babe, the one where she's babe. in the bathtub. Speaking of people in bathtubs. <laughs> What's the video where she's in the bathtub and she I goes don't under? No, that's me. Not, uh, oh, every time. Yes. yes. Every time. Every time my fault. I come. Oh. And what's the best part of the song? I guess I need you, baby. Yeah. Shout out to Britney. Yeah. Shout out to Shitney Spears. Britney Jean. Britney Jean. That is so mean. Oh, bye. Bye. Uh, it wasn't me. But it was do you remember aliens. Britney Houston? <laughs> there was a girl who used to do parodies on YouTube. No. Said it was me. Can you go to YouTube and type in Britney Houston? I just want to know if the videos are still there. Oh man. Home nutrition is all about making you look and feel your best. Each specific supplement packs a combo of potent ingredients designed for specific aims, like clear skin boosted energy, or fuller hair, and is backed by clinical results. Hum focuses on preventing concerns and long-term care and repair, not damage control and covering up. Their inside-out approach to beauty goes beyond a skincare regimen alone to give you your great results. Hum's products are sustainably sourced, non-GMO, and free of soy, gluten, artificial colors, and preservatives, plus lots of vegan options. Mm. Try supplements like the Daily Cleanse, Hair Sweet Hair, Growth Gummies, Uber Energy, and more. If you aren't sure what you need, go to humnutrition.com slash get underscore started to take a quiz and get personalized recommendations from Hum's team of registered dietitians. To make things even easier, Hum offers a monthly vitamin subscription that's affordable, flexible, convenient. I actually have some of these Hum vitamins. They sent us some. I think I have the hair sweet hair gummies, which I believe are working <laughs> because, yeah? yes. And the only reason I say that is because, you know, I stopped dyeing hey, my hair. Hey, like Chia. <laughs> okay, Tia and Tamara. <laughs> um, <laughs> I had to do it. You, you had it to. Up. You had to. I know that's your song, too. Uh, but we'll come back to that. Um, I really do like the gummies because my hair feels like it's been growing back, like, super healthy. And I know it's just because it ain't been processed, but it feels like it's been a lot different. I was like, okay, maybe the vitamin. It just hit me that you it, haven't. I had know, a wild right? color in a minute. Right. And you know it's working too, because you know it's like the hair and uh like nails vitamin. Look at my nails. Mm-hmm. I, I was like, I need to clip these. They're growing like fast. But I, I think thought you was gonna say you seen a difference in your pubes. Ooh. <laughs> I mean But but go ahead though. <laughs> <laughs> OMG. So go to humnutrition.com slash get underscore started for your personalized recommendations and get 20% off your purchase with code FRIENDZONE and see if it changes your pubes. That's <gasps> humnutrition.com slash get underscore started and code FRIENDZONE. Oh, man. Let's bring in the wind chime. Yes, please. <laughs> and we mean us, not y'all aliens. <laughs> Woo, so have you guys heard? You know how Britney spelled. Of a website. He, he spelled it the hood way. <laughs> Brittany. Brittany. <laughs> he spelled it like future baby mama. <laughs> Brittany Spears. <laughs> Have you guys heard of a website and company named Brandless? No, and that's probably why. <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys are about to be very excited. So Brandless mm-hmm. is a website based out of San Francisco 
with some headquarters in Minneapolis that launched in July of 2017 by Leffler and Sharkley. And it's a website that sells over 350 products that are healthy, environmentally conscious. The way that it works is that they only offer one type of each item and there's no branding to it. That's why it's called brandless. That's like the Mm. literal brand because they feel that if they can eliminate the brand tax, which is the cost associated with marketing and advertising and having cute, uh, you know, looks and Mm -hmm. and giving, you know, you have to meet with teams Mm -hmm. to create like, what will your brand look like? And the shelving. And then you actually have to pay retailers as well to, they give you taxes for even being on their shelves. Just a lot Mm. of costs that, are in between the supplier and the retailer. And they literally cut those costs out. So everything on the website is $3. Trade them. Isn't that insane? So like, because this is, just tell me if I'm on here. Uh-huh. I'm thinking it's like cool, generic, right? So like, you know yeah. how you go down the grocery aisle, the white box with the black letters, it looks right. like off-white. Exactly. But yeah. the catch is, this is researched, heavily researched products that are actually environmentally conscious. So they don't sacrifice your health no. for the sake of it being cheap and generic. But you can just buy soap. Right. I, let me be, yeah, exactly. Right. That tends to be the, the risk you take when you buy something that's at the bottom of the aisle. But mm-hmm. with this one, they literally just cut out the middlemen and they ship it directly to you. That's how they don't, you're you're not paying for the extra steps. Like I said, between the supplier and the retailer and everything is a reliable fixed price of $3 simply because it's not brand name. And it makes you think of the money you spend on shit that has nothing to do with the actual product and everything to do with the cost of marketing and retailing and the truck that brings it from this state to that state and just all that in between. So I love that they figured out a way to cut out all of that and give you something that, like I said, is still healthy and does not kill your pockets. And my favorite part of it. Yeah. And then the the product labels, like you were saying, Dustin, about like the generic, it's literally a white box that has the product's name <laughs> and two to five descriptors, whether it's like organic, kosher, gluten free. And just very clean, very simple. And my favorite, favorite part of it is that it's a one-for-one social mission, meaning for every order you place with Brandless, they provide a meal for people in need with this charity, which is actually the second large, no, the third largest U.S. charity called Feeding America. Mm. They have over 200 food banks that feed more than 46 million people. And they are working together with Brandless. So every time you place an order, Someone through Feeding America gets a meal. And if you sign up to be a member of Brandless, one order you place gives two meals out to Feeding America. So it doubles it, which, you know, obviously they have to give you incentive for signing up. So I love that. I love it too. I had a question though. Yeah. Is the food the same way as the items they sell? Oh, I don't know what the food (laughs) is. Like that, because I don't want nobody to get no potatoes you know what i'm saying like I, well no because feeding america is an actual totally food bank I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's an actual food yeah, bank that yeah. provides meals around the country i'm just playing y'all this is amazing it was just like cheese yeah <laughs> i ain't gonna do y'all like that i'm still gonna buy some but you know but i love it because it's not brand name they also own their own production and distribution and like I said, it's brandless. So everything is $3. And if you look through the website, you see that they literally have 
everything you need. They have diapers. They have, you know, a section for mommy products. They have a section for skincare, hair care, groceries. They have everything that you would get at, let's say, an Amazon or a Target. But it just cuts out all the bullshit in between so that you're literally getting what the product is worth. Mm. And that's that. And I think it's so socially responsible and conscious. And honestly, I find it really inspiring. I'm going on the website. Yeah, because when you think, you know, I always think of socially conscious brands like this, but then there's that thing of like, well, how do you sustain a model like that? You know what I mean? Because it is a capitalist world and things are expensive. Like I'm still, I still have a ton of questions. I really actually would love to meet the creators of it because I'm like, how are they sustaining this with everything being $3? They even have cutting boards I mean, they have everything. Like I said, it's over 350 environmentally conscious products and growing every year because it's still a relatively new company. It was just launched in 2017. So dope. I love it. Brandless.com. Definitely check it out, especially for, I think, a college kids. If I had had something like this where I could get like groceries and Mm -hmm. uh, toiletries, beauty supplies and just house supplies and all the stuff you need for your dorm room. Could you imagine it's just three bucks for everything? Right. And they do bundles too where some of the items... They got weave? (laughs) (laughs) No weave! That did come out crazy. They got $3 bundles. They got bundles. No, every product is $3, but some of the products, they do bundles where it'll be like two for three or three for three. Um, and even I saw one, one part where it was like a, a set of diapers for like nine dollars to send you like a bundle or house cleaning bundle. Mm-hmm. So they do a lot the baby of shit all over everything. <laughs> <laughs> you get the diapers and, and Clorox cleanup. Well, I guess in that Clorox cleanup would be cleanup. I love brandless. I'm with it. <laughs> so I love that. And I love that it's a one for one where it's also teaming up with Feeding America, which to me is just like. I mean, how much more amazing mm-hmm. of a company can you be? Love it. And all just because it removed the marketing. It almost makes you wonder, like, how much money is being spent on these brands just having colorful fucking logos and whatever else it costs, you know, to make them look cute on the shelves, stand out to you and be eye-catching. Sure. All that nonsense. But, you know, that's the world we live in. Everything is visual appeal. And where they fall in the aisle, will they be able to be within eye level and get like the, you know, premium Mm -hmm. placement? So Mm. a lot to think about. But I just wanted to put that out into your awareness, because I know a lot of us financially, this website will be a lifesaver. So brandless.com, check it out and you'll be doing a great thing for the earth because it's conscious and also feeding people around the world. And so that's, that's the that's the alien business of the week. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the alien. What if while I'm talking, my eyes glossed over really quickly? Would y'all freak out? Oh, oh and the TV just went out. <laughs> I would. I actually, you know, someone played then a that clip would be cool of to me, Cardi on that. Yeah, you think? Yeah, because because if you were alien, then I then I'd feel comfortable. Oh, that's great really point. Sweet. I'd be like, friend, you were alien. You know what? All right, I, I'll meet your people and everything as long oh, as I'm with you. But I don't know on, because she's people. already a person and they ain't like you. <laughs> so maybe you would just be the good alien. I saw someone post a video on Twitter of Cardi. I think it was her performance at the Grammys, and they showed that there was a part where her eyes 
like blinked in a weird way that like a lizard would and the people in the living room were like screaming and they kept <laughs> rewinding it and her eyes looked like a lizard if you looked really quickly. I don't know Lord. if they manipulated it because I don't have the actual footage for me to check myself, <laughs> but that killed me. I'm like, they're insinuating that she's from alien race. Like it touched his face. Might be part of the celebrity. Who knows? I love conspiracy theory Cardinal Dundee. They're my favorite, <laughs> honestly. You got me want to watch Men in Black now. I'll be falling into all them rabbit holes. But anyways, that's it. That's it. What you got for us, Mr. Music Men? Men in Black. I just thought that meant a bunch of guys that looked slim. Oh, The Men in Black. Because I was singing Men in Black now, all I can think about is when Taina was on Will Smith's song for the Men in Black 2 soundtrack. Oh, shit. Where's fun she fact. At? And also, fun fact, I didn't realize that she had a bunch of sisters and they all are hot. Like The girl, the, the girl, the woman from... Being Mary Jane Being is Mary one of her Jane. sisters. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Um, the, her co Yeah, her producer. Mm-hmm. The Hispanic one. Yeah. That's Taina's sister. That's yep. Taina's sister. Yeah, yep. What a lit family. Right? For real. Ain't that dope? Because she dope plays the shit dope. out of that role. Hell she yes. do. <laughs> she do. She... And it's weird because now that you know their sisters, I can totally see it. It's all I can see. But it's see. always what happens. You're like, yep. oh, yeah. Except for Lisa Randebrat. Oh yeah, no. Also, some more in the <laughs> alone. Right? Yeah, like there'd be some ones like, oh damn, I did know that, but I forgot because they don't really resemble. But they, I mean, I feel you because I would claim my sister no matter what too. But like, <laughs> <laughs> somebody got some, somebody got some explaining. Got <laughs> <laughs> some explaining. All right. Uh, so for Music Man Land. <laughs> I wanted to, A, get this Music Man icebreaker out the way that someone sent in through the emails. Because when I read it, I was like, oh, yeah, I guess we should do that. But uh, I want to give a shout out to Janissa. She says, my icebreaker idea is, what is the most creative album you've listened to recently? Mine is Whack World by Tierra Whack. It's just 15 minute long tracks that switch up vibes, but somehow feel super cohesive. Yeah, Whack World was definitely dope. And I thought that was dope. But um, this made me think of like... When Solange dropped, it was like a cool creative moment. When SZA dropped, that was like a moment for me too. And then even the Rihanna projects, because Rihanna's birthday just passed. I was going through all those old projects. But um, recently, hmm, who's dropped recently that's had like cool creative moments? Well, I can say this about Offset's album release. Um, He had an uh, album release party on Thursday night because the album came out at, well, 1 a.m. Friday morning. It was supposed to be midnight. But I was really impressed by the setup. Mm-hmm. Obviously, whoever created the experience really put some time and thought into it. They had a car just like the one that he actually got in that really bad car accident in. They had the mm-hmm. car crashed up in the front. Um, it looked like it was crashing into the building. Um, just the theming. You guys know I'm a huge theme park and roller coaster buff. Um, so I love the theming that they used. And then they had these huge family portraits like hanging from the ceiling. It looked like they were you were in a museum. The lighting was crazy. It just was. It was really dope. And I he was really proud of it he kept he had I've never seen so many slides on an Instagram story but um, <laughs> the, the slides look like periods it really like a whole bunch of periods going yeah. across the top of his page but, but it was because he was so proud of the moment and the Aww. venue so I will give him that nod creatively I was impressed is that saying that you know 
I haven't been given a lot of chances to be impressed. I don't know. Maybe mm-hmm. there's not a lot of stimulation, but that, you know, was noteworthy to me. Mm, that's dope. You mean like the music or the rollout or just everything? Well, they didn't specify, but I was thinking more so about the music because that's what I like think about when I think about those like creative moments, like how, that type of impact. But when he said the rollout for that, it made me think Guess about... Guess what, though? I was thinking about the music, too. I couldn't come up with none. <laughs> so I went with the rollout. Go ahead. I mean, that's real. Well, I was going like... to say, you when you brought the rollout, it made me think I liked, um, and I don't know if it's just the, the niggas in the South that do these cool rollouts, but... um. When Two Chains was doing his trap pop ups for the that was super dope. all that type of shit. I think that was and super dope. Then you have like people getting pedicures mm-hmm. and yeah, that was cool. I think that was probably one of the coolest rollouts. I do like Travis Scott's Astro World rollout. Like yeah, just the visual of like the face with the mouth and how you enter and things I love like that. that. He's still putting out music videos. Yeah, and his I videos are that. always. I appreciate how much. He invests into the visuals. Yes. Because it feels very throwback. Like people. Did you see the really can't say that. video? I don't think so. It's the latest one. You, you can't say I want some alcohol. You gotta watch it. It's really, really dope. <laughs> 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 no discussion. I know we be bullshit. Uh, I really just like that video. But I'm glad that we got to Travis oh, Scott because he's the creative artist I would mind. choose, like as of late. Because yeah. he always gives really good like moments in the music, dope visuals, and then dope rollouts too. Like the Astro World tour, like when he did the pre order for everything and the merch and everything, I thought that that was fly with the uh, the album that came with the hoodies. Yeah, uh, Some badass great. albums and yeah. hoodies. Amazing. Um, Solange, of course. Right. I just love her. I think she's so fascinating. I love the artsy approach that she takes. I even saw just. Before I got here, I think she had dropped the cover. I don't know what magazine or... ID magazine. ID magazine. And I love the black one with the, like, turtleneck and the hat. Did you see those white hats? Yeah, the cowboy hats and how she, like, staggered them on her body. Like, she's just cool to watch. I think she is always interesting to me and switches it up and then still has good music. She's not someone that, like, is purely visuals and then shitty sounds it yep. all just is one package so I really appreciate it and for every it. era too cause what was the one with yeah, uh, like True and all that mm-hmm. cause that era was like completely separate and then the one right before that was H- uh, Hadley Street Dreams yep. and that was a different era like yeah and yeah. I have to say Beyonce uh, yeah obviously I mean I really I don't I don't think I've been as impacted as that lemonade drop mm-hmm. because there was something she definitely changed the landscape, I feel like, when she did Lemonade. The fact that it was unexpected, number one, we all, like, on Twitter, I think it was, like, midnight or something, and then all of a sudden you start seeing people freaking the fuck out, and the fact that she had done all of these visuals and no one spilled the beans. None Not one person on her team. Like, I didn't even Not know even, that like, half possible. of a leak. Not a picture And then there's people that you know you probably know or know through somebody, that too. So it's like, how did I not shit. see any of this? Yeah, it literally was like the world stopped. Some of those visuals. And so, and the visuals are all fantastic. Like, really well done. High quality. I thought that they worked with the songs extremely well. And it's interesting because there were songs that I don't necessarily like love, but then I saw the visual and it made me love the yep. song. So that to me, I think was the most impactful that I have felt in a long time. Yeah. And honestly. speaking of Beyonce and creativity, shout out to Hannah Beachler, the lady that won for um, best production design. She also worked on the Lemonade film. Oh, yeah. 
So shout out Boom. to her for that. In other words, she was the magic because those those outfits, I mean, the braids, <laughs> the face makeup, just mm-hmm. the whole vibe. Like, yeah, so I'm going to have to give it to Beyonce, Solange, Travis Scott. Kim Zosiak. <laughs> <laughs> No one recent though. Right, I was trying I can't to think, think hard of a recently. Rollout that I was, I was like, like blown. I will say Tierra Whack is. Oh yeah, no. Her videos are coolest. She fuck was the perfect me. example. Yeah, because because she, she's somebody that's young, new, that's like did something really dope. Because when you look, the, all of the videos are a minute long, or each track is a minute long, and each video is too, because it's easy to share on social media. Yeah. So if you were to like retweet or reblog, it's just that one. The whole song is there. So smart. So smart. And then so dope because she's young and she's actually talented too to back all of that up. Yeah. Like you were saying with Solange, like the music is still good. Tara it Wack, works. It's not just that she was smart with the marketing. Like she's smart with the marketing. It makes sense for her. And she's actually talented, which I think is super dope. Yeah. Those are my votes. I'm taking all your votes too. Right. Cause I'm even my... taking yours because Offset's <laughs> shit did look fresh as hell. I couldn't think of no music. I saw that Jocelyn Hernandez is stingy with the cootie cat. I couldn't come up with anything. (laughs) Oh, let's play a let's play a a mini game for the icebreaker. Mm -hmm. Pick an artist and give them a cool rollout with a project they've already done. Um, you can do that, or you can give them a new project. Like, let's say you take an artist that you really like, and for your their next project, you would like for them to do a rollout like this. Like let or let's or should we take someone or I should do it this way. Let's take someone who was no, that's shady. I'm not gonna do that. Never mind. Well, whose rollout was bad and fix it. <laughs> yeah. Because I was gonna say Nicki Minaj and it was gonna sound shady, but like her album didn't do well last year, but it wasn't a bad album. So I was thinking like if she did a different rollout, like what would that have been and what would that have looked like for Queen? Outside of Queen Radio or in addition to Queen Radio, if you wanted to keep it, what would you have done differently for the Queen rollout? Go ahead, friend. No, please. You look like you. Were I would have changed the title. I know that. Go ahead. Tell the people. I would have changed the title to Crown mm-hmm. instead of Queen. And the reason why is because of the implication that's immediately placed on the album when it's called Queen. Being the climate that exists in like female rap uh, today and just the, the nature of rap music anyway, of everybody wanting to be like the best or the top dog. It's almost like your album has to measure up. And I'm one of the people who actually really likes that album. Like, I like the songs. I listen to them even now. Um, but the rollout was literally a mess, if we're being honest. Um, right. And so I think the album should have been titled Crown. Um, I think that she should have been way more quiet during the rollout. Um, I would have liked to see. And, and to me, if your album is called Queen, everything about it and everything that related to it needs to be prestigious or luxe or somewhat unattainable. Or, you know, the, it needs to feel like a lifestyle that you know, would be fit a queen. So like Nikki should have been doing performances at places where we would never think she would perform that were related to like maybe royalty or whatever. She's an international motherfucker. So she could have went. I'm Slovakian shit. Why can't she go be up with Meghan Markle? That's what I was going to say. <laughs> she could have made a deal with Meg and you know what I'm saying? Got her boogie on at Buckingham Palace, at least in the front. Okay. And you know what I'm saying? Or whatever. She could have come up with something. So I don't, I just feel like it was, it kind of took a lot of the steam out of the songs. And I hate that for her because it really was some good music. Mm-hmm. So I don't think I can really speak on it on a rollout because I, I didn't really sit with the project like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't really know the songs like front to back to really so be like this would have worked or what not. What would have given you the steam to want to listen to it? 
what type of rollout would you have given Nikki? Because even looking at that, because sometimes not even knowing, because I don't really know the music from the album, but I have like a million different ways she could have got me to be like, okay, now I'm gonna fuck with your album. What? Well, tell us. So I say this all the time. And people are probably tired of me saying this, but I really wish Queen Radio would have been used differently. Like she would have brought girls on that she fucked with and maybe talked to them about stuff that she liked or they talked about doing music together, stuff like that. But outside of that, I would have liked um, because it, it, like you said, it's Queen. So it should have been like some royal shit. So if there was like some bars for motherfucking um, Meghan Markle on the record somewhere, maybe there is because I didn't give a good listen. Wait, bars from Meghan Markle? Yeah, like if she rapped a little <laughs> bit about, you know, black girl being in there or something like that. But, you know, we getting the same old Nick that's rapping about, you know, whole shit and all the other shit and making money. Oh, but I misunderstood. Like, I thought the, you meant Meghan Markle coming on and spitting bars. That's well, shit, like, even what? if she had Meghan Markle <laughs> do an intro or something for that shit, that would have been kind of cute for that. But I also think because she named it Queen, like I would have thought it'd be dope if she had like, and not that she needs to, but uh, if she had like a track called Queen of the Ring about taking bitches out and maybe featured Babs on it like that, or even did like a Queen of the Ring and brought like the girls that she likes with her. Like there's like cool little stuff that she could do that I would I like. I like that. Right? Because Queen of the Ring is like some dope like street shit. And if you Nikki and you the queen, why not take your ass down to Queen of the Ring? And you don't even got to rap with none of them bitches because you are the queen. But if you at least also brought girls that you fuck with or even your new girls, people that you signed, stuff like that, like stuff to really keep us interested. Like, wow, we're still so interested in your music, but we still really like the moves that you're making, too. Because, you know, she came out talking about, yeah, I signed a couple producers and I was like, okay, cool. But, you know, we didn't get like music with a bunch of the producers or we're not like knowing them more for the music and we're not knowing what she's using them for. Like, you sign these producers. Are you having them produce for your artists? Are you just selling off records for other niggas to make money off them? Like, your whole plan is a little different. Go ahead. Thing is, A, she is actually rapping about other stuff on this album. And B, she used those producers to make the songs on this album. But mm-hmm. you don't know that because the rollout was such a mess that you right. completely lost interest in listening right. to the music. And that's the failure. Right. That's why it was completely mishandled. And that's why it's a... It's a shame because it's actually some good music right. on there. I do wish she would have invested more of the money into the visuals. Can we talk about the Chun-Li video? Because I th- first of all, uh, Nicki Minaj is so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Amazing. And effortlessly beautiful. Like her face, she doesn't have to do much. Oh, on Nicki Yeah, I wish they would have put way more into the stage designs, the outfits, the camera quality, the lens, like the choreography, everything. I just wish that that more money had been allocated. Because Barbie tings. Because she's beautiful. <laughs> she doesn't really have to do too much. You're absolutely right. <laughs> At least I think. Yeah. And as an example, look at the No Frauds video. I don't remember No Frauds. Look at the No Frauds video and look at the styling. Look at the... um. Just look at the No Frauds video and look at her looks in the videos from the Queen era, with the exception of Ganja Burns, because that actually was good. But everything else, I just, you know, I just wish it had been handled differently because I really do feel like Nicki Minaj deserves more. So Yeah, I mean, for sure. Right, Queen is a good, like, like you said, Crown would be a dope, it would have been a better title. I but, love Nicki Minaj. But I think Queen Me is too. a dope title for an album, and I just would have liked to see some other things have happened around it. So I think those would have been dope. More development. Um, I think more more development should have been before it was released. Yes. 
I feel like that's what it I'm comes down back to. Because I'm thinking to them, because like the, uh, the videos I was naming, those were the earlier ones too, like the Chun-Li and uh, Barbie things. When those came out first, it was kind of like, uh... I mean, I remember the vertical <laughs> video, and I think it was like when red. When she was just rapping in the studio yeah, and rolling I was like, around. Yeah, is this official? <laughs> no, that was just, uh, you know, people do like... The uh, verticals, that's yeah, like, like the, the thing now. Yeah, just that added content that's not the actual video, like outside of lyric videos, sometimes they'll do mm. the like Spotify-only type video slider things. But Which, be clear about it, about the intention of the piece so that we're yes. not sitting over here feeling like I am confusion. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, what is it? You didn't know what it was. You see what I'm saying? Like, yeah. and that, those are the things that I feel like, those are the areas I should say where I feel like she deserves so much more. Nicki Minaj has done literally everything. Right. You know, almost. And so, like, I just... I don't know. I just want more for her. That's you it. know who I will say? I'm praying they get the rollout right because she is just so great to me. Normani. I knew you could look. That video with Black. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that yeah, exact yeah. scene. Y'all know the one where the necks the, all pop yeah. out to the side. I was like, get out of here. Did you recognize my gift? I haven't been, <laughs> I haven't been that exact when she's like, <laughs> uh-huh. I haven't been that excited to see someone's video in so long and that yeah. was there were elements of that where that were just epic and I'm like please get this right please please no get money. this right because no she, she got it she got it she's good and the records have been hitting at least yep. in my opinion yep because the one with Sam Smith whoo baby I've been loving that too I love her and I think she you know obviously she's an entertainer as well which is great because we don't really see that combo as much like good music and a stage presence is very rare to see both so she got it I'm like they need to get this one right she has the team I think she has a machine behind her Mm -hmm. she's working with people like Calvin Harris Mm -hmm. and Sam Smith clearly she has a machine behind her so they got to get this one right they got to give her the 90s 2000s development like from artists from that era you know what else we need? We need her to get a stylist that can give her that defining like that look, look. that Rihanna umbrella. Yeah. Yeah. She needs she needs a, a stylist and she needs some street style moments that really make people say, okay, who the fuck is this girl? Ain't that something that fashion really can like set you apart? It can. Because I think with Cardi and Rihanna, that's really what made them cut skyrocketed. I remember when Cardi looks. remember when she did that first photo shoot with the really big hair and she the had on like a jogging hair, I suit. Saved it. Who was responsible for that photo? Who styled her? I don't know. I can't remember. It, it wasn't was on the Colin tip. Carter though. It was no, but that was the first time that I looked at her and was like, okay, she's like a fashion girl. Like, mm-hmm. and I saw it, and then from then it's just been ascension. So, yeah, that's all I want for Normani. Oof, oof, oof. I want to see all those young black girls win because I also yeah. want. Um, while we have Normani out here and raise her up and lift her, I want to bring back the other girls that have kind of been like, you know, cooking, cooling for a while. And because I, I always want them to come back around, like Justine Sky, like oh, for she's sure. always been like a fashion girl, but like the music, I feel like just never connected or hit the way like with her look. So I want those two things to like meet at some point and for it to like happen for her for real, for real. And I also and she's want she's a dancer too. Yeah, because she can dance mm-hmm. and like she can sing. She's beautiful. Like there's just something that hasn't connected for her just yet. And I want that to happen. And then I also want to lift up um Victoria Monet too, who oh we talked my about. Because it's like Victoria we have... Beckham is filthy rich. <laughs> not posh, not posh. We're... Victoria Monet is everything. Yeah. And she, first of all, she's given Ariana Grande hit after hit yep. after hit after hit. Yep. 
Get money. Get money. Get money. Get money. <laughs> Rich boy sell crap. Okay, since we're throwing out the young girls, I just got one yeah, more addition. Yes, please. It's actually three, but this it's one. It's the last week of Black History Month. Come on, let's Rally, do it. Squeeze them all in. Ryan Destiny. Oh, my God, Star. yes. Where Ryan Destiny. At? I have been shit. rocking with Ryan Destiny. And she's from Detroit, too, since back in the Ryan day. Ryan Destiny <laughs> is the shit. And, and her look, to me, she is literally like the total package. Yes. And so when she was first on Star, because I knew who she was before Star, the moment she hit the screen, I was like, perfect. Like, we got something that this girl can do and shine on. And I thought that Ryan was amazing. Destiny has it. For yes. real, for real. And then she, she got that opposite Quincy. I'm just saying. I ain't saying. I'm just saying. But yeah, I'm glad we took that moment out to let some sisters into the building. Hell yeah. Um, uh, speaking of some sisters, by the way, it is the 20th anniversary for TLC's fan mail. It came up what? in my... um Yeah, it came up in my Damn Apple Music. Yo. <sighs> yo, so for those of y'all that aren't familiar with TLC's fan mail, you should go listen to it. It's the same album that has Silly Ho on it, Unpretty, <laughs> um, No Scrubs. Pretty too. <laughs> <laughs> you oh, a stupid, stupid hoe. Right. Um, so yeah, oh check out Fan Mail. It was definitely one of those like uh, futuristic vibes since we was talking about the alien stuff and all that They've just now. They've always been on that. They were always. ahead of their oh, yeah. time. Oh, yes. Had to shout out my girls. Rest in peace, ATL. left eye. Okay, Lisa, we still they love They was on you. that alien shit. They said that was the inspiration from T-Boz's sideburn things, the light beams from the spaceship. <laughs> That's what them them pieces. Now we get to move on to the listens lately. <laughs> ultra light beam. We don't know ultra light beam. So they're not. We can sing that kind. That's wings. before the hats. They they not angel That's wings. That's before the hats. They UFO uh, light beam. Ultra light beam. <laughs> so why is depression not blessings? Light beam. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So now we move on to our listens lately, and you get to tell me what you've been listening to. Ultra light lately. Beam. <laughs> All right, Kelly. That's what I've been listening to. <laughs> All right, Kelly. Jeez. Um. <laughs> so PJ Morton and JoJo. Yes. Have a song called "Say So." Yep. And I, I just, I gotta do this. Go I gotta do it. And he was uh, asking his fan base what they thought of him going on tour again. But instead of like his huge band and oh, just, just him singing, and JoJo, no, 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 just oh. him, 
a mic and the piano, like an intimate. Oh, yeah, that would be dope, too. And I was too. like, ooh, that sounds so good. Just like more, like smaller venues and more intimate setting, kind of like the little cafe vibe. So I'm really hoping, because obviously his fans were like, hell fucking yeah. I'm hoping that he actually does that because imagine this song. I mean, it's, it's no words. Oh, um, so I had to do that. Um, who no. else? <laughs> Don't they sound so good? <laughs> like you think you can sing, you hear me? <laughs> um, I'm trying to see because there's so much stuff. Oh, so I was telling Asante about a playlist on Spotify called Pollen. Oh, yeah, let me do that. And it is so good. You guys need to just follow it because it says a playlist beyond genre, quality first always. And just to let you know, Tierra Whack is on the cover. So it's just very experimental. And the first song is my Reba. Oh, it sure is. And J.I.D. And it just has a really awesome mix. It has like hip hop and... R&B and like they said it's not so much about the genre but it's just about people making dope ass music in every genre Thank God. and I like that because it just I let it play while I was in Ooh. my house and it was putting me when I tell you it was putting me on I was like you know when you listen to a song you look at the screen like who is yeah you look I was over, just about like, to who? say a lot of these songs I already have downloaded like it's like oh, oh yeah, you look already at all have the that I'm like okay yeah so I just tell everyone Follow that if you aren't already. It's probably my new absolute favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, and then lastly, my friend recently put me on. I don't know how to pronounce it. It was GOM. It's spelled G-Q-O-M wave. It's a it's a genre of music. G-Q. I'm like, GOM? I don't know what to make. I don't know what to do, how to do that. If anyone knows what this wave of music is. It's like African house music oh, and EDM. And he put me on. Yeah. And I was, yo, just, li- just listen to this. I'm already in. Sold, right? <laughs> Y'all are so funny. <laughs> okay, it's primal. Fuck in my head. Hey, welcome. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody got a, rep- a record called Wakanda Forever. <laughs> yeah, this is yeah. it. Hey. I feel like I know how to do so this. Is this yeah. The, yeah, is this the, the song for that dance, or they just shouted it out? No, they just shot it oh, out. Oh, lie down. But he, for that. my homie put me on. He was like, there's this genre of like African, like house music, EDM. Ooh, four hours. Yes, this is a good gaming playlist. <laughs> and they have hella, like you just put GQ, I'm like, how do you say it? GQOM into Spotify or whatever your streaming services. And it's, I mean, obviously it's a whole genre. So you'll see a lot of really dope. I'm talking about that record was just the first one I played when he put me on. And as I kept going, I let it just kind of rock in my house. I was like, this is a, this is dope. I just have to uh, figure out how to say it properly. I was trying to Google it, but. I I thought they had finally made sense of things over at GQ magazine. (laughs) You know, it's called Gentleman's Quarterly, but the motherfucker come every month. (laughs) 
So I thought it was Gentleman's Quarterly or Monthly. I thought they had finally gotten it right. I'm but not I sure looked how it to up, say it. And it says it's a genre of electronic dance music that emerged in the early 2010s from Durban. So it developed out of South African house music. Um, Kuwaito, I really hope I'm saying that right. Kuwaito, it's a mix of Kuwaito and hip hop. So yeah, South African electronic music basically, and it has like four on the floor rhythm Dope patterns. Oh my god, it's amazing! So that's what I was on this weekend. Once he put me on, I was just like jungle, jungle, whatever that was. That was the shit. Oh, and actually, let me tell you what that record is called. Let me go back because I know people are gonna be like, "What's it called?" That one is "I Walk Yay Fada." Please, mm-hmm. I hope I'm saying it right. I'll spell it I W A L K. I Walk Yay Y E. And then Fada, P-H-A-R-A. And the artist is called DJ Maforis. Thank you, DJ Maforis. M-A-P-H-O-R-I-S-A. Maforisa. Dope. So check Ma that Forisa. out. <laughs> it's a playlist called G G Gom Gom. Oh my God. G K G Q O M. You, you got to dance to that shit like you hula hoop and go without John. the hula hoop. <laughs> you the alien friend. Look it up in your little alien translator little thing. Alien. Uh-huh. Uh Gom. I'm just going to go with Gom until y'all correct me. Gom wave. Ain't that's the playlist. Real. I'm straight out of South <laughs> Africa. Don't have no stroke now. <laughs> And that's it for me. I'm just going to keep it real with you guys. Ain't nobody got time to be stanking. <laughs> Native creates safe, simple, and effective products <laughs> that people use in the bathroom every day. Made in the USA with ingredients found in nature, such as coconut oil, shea butter, tapioca starch. Native believes that less is more. That's why they have fewer, simpler ingredients so that you know everything that's in their deodorant. And it's also why they steer clear of aluminum, parabens, which don't even sound right, and talc. You should try Native risk-free with free returns and exchanges here in the USA. You can choose from a variety of enticing scents, enticing being the key word, for men and women, including coconut and vanilla, which is the most popular scent, so you know what time it is with them, lavender and rose, cucumber and mint, and eucalyptus and mint. And you can also look out for limited editions, like me, (laughs) seasonal scents being released throughout the year. Now, again, ain't nobody got time to be stinking. So I have tried to try several different types of deodorant at this stage in my life. Your body starts working differently. Your pH might be lowercase or lowercase, depending on what's going on. So you have to really try different things. And so I gave Native a try. I'm a native. It just worked. And, um, you know, I thought it was great. I didn't experience a difference in perspiration or in the scent. You know, everything was just on point. So I was really grateful for that. And native works. Now, I wouldn't tell you that it didn't work because I would not advise you to stank. So I'm letting you know that native is effective and it does absolutely work for me and you to make this world a brighter place. <clears throat> For 20% off your first purchase, visit nativedeodorant.com and use promo code FRIENDZONE during checkout. That's nativedeodorant.com and use promo code FRIENDZONE during checkout for 20% off your first purchase. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> well, besides that new song that I love that I just heard, 
what have I been listening to? Wu Tang Clan, believe it or not. Hey, um, nice. I've been playing Triumph um, off of Wu Tang Forever, and it's yours. I don't know. I've just been in that sort of mood. Also, um, I've been really into like old school hip hop this week. So, hip-hop. Poor Righteous Teachers, um, Rock This wow, Funky Joint, Dustin Ross. Greatest Beat of All Time, one of the greatest beats of all time. Um, then the show soundtrack. You guys remember the movie The Show? Mm-hmm. Russell Simmons' The Show. Okay, so Me and My Bitch by Biggie um, on there. Um, Summertime in the LBC by the Dove Shack and Everyday Thing by Boy by Bone Thugs and Harmony. It's an everyday thing when you let your nuts hang. <laughs> um, yeah, I've just been playing that. Um, what else have I been listening to? Because there's a couple of some new stuff. Um, I actually. Well, never mind. But A Boogie at the Hoodie got some, some good music. Oh, I love oh, A yeah. Boogie with the Hoodie. got some good music. Look back at it. <laughs> and then, you know what? So so two couple two more things. Um, number one, shout out to Sean Ross, my friend, um, who is now a music artist. You guys know Sean from Modeling and stuff. Well, he does yeah. music now. He's got a song with um, Duke Dumont called Red Light, Green Light that just came out. It's really dope. Check I'm it out. I'm in because his record's been hitting. Dance Duke, um, can you turn that beat up a little bit? Yeah, just like that. Perfect. Now go download it. Uh-uh. Also, um, uh, Trina released a single called Watch <laughs> the Drip that is lit. <laughs> I'm going to play it for you later on. <laughs> um, after the after. And then I just want to give Flowers really quick. Also, Offset's album. Um, Offset. You know, really quickly, Father of Four, he talks a lot about fatherhood and a lot about his life and the things that have taken place that we've seen and that play out in the headlines. Um, It's like an in-depth look. Shout out to him for even doing that. And there are some songs on there that I really like, but we'll go in-depth with that more next week and the week after because you have to sit with it. But I love Red Room. I love Tats on My Face. I love... um. Um, Clout with Cardi That's one of her best verses actually Um, Great stuff But anyway Alicia Keys The element of freedom Oh, the other wow. day I was sitting chilling and I'm like, you said, I said to myself, self, you know what song has not getting, gotten the flowers that it deserves and we need to give them to him. Try sleeping with a broken heart. <laughs> you don't think it got flowers? Because no. that record was I was say, they played it's such everywhere. A, I don't know that shit. <laughs> we ain't talked about it. And I think I was going through heartbreak at that time too. I was like, shut up. Oh, damn. Up. Even worse. <laughs> Try sleeping with a broken heart. In your bed trembling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I shut it down like you. You wore the crown. You made my body feel heaven <laughs> I love that Why song. Why you sound just like you made my body feel? <laughs> well, she has some. She got some good vocals on that album, actually, because she has another song called um. What's the one? With, isn't there a song with Drake? Yeah, unthinkable. Is it on the oh, album? Yes. That's the that now that was now my that jam. That was my jam. <laughs> she got a song called That's How Strong My Love Is. You know what? Oh, Let me man, just take it there so y'all can hear this vocal. Oh, you listen listen to these vocals. The lead Who's I'm sorry, we have to play it. background. <laughs> Sing, Alicia. Hold on. Don't, oh, don't do this. Ooh, Dustin Ross. 
I haven't listened to this. I don't even remember. That album was good. I'm telling you. Unthinkable y'all. was I that can't shit. It's 2009, though. <laughs> Man. A lot of shit's Crazy. going down. Wow. It's a long time ago. Flying. Someone's gotta take the lead tonight. Who's it gonna be? I'm gonna sit right here and tell your father. It comes to me. And if you have something to say, you should say it right now. Great. <laughs> Come on, friend. You can be a feeling that I never felt before. And I deserve it, I know I deserve it. It's becoming something that's impossible to ignore. Y'all ready? I was wondering, maybe, could I make you my baby? Can we do the unthinkable? Would it make us seem crazy? crazy. I'm ready. You know what we waiting on, too. Would it be so beautiful? Either way, I'm fucking. He said, either way, I'm fucking. I was wondering, baby. Can I make you my baby? Baby. <laughs> Yo. I, I, I so shout out you. to that album. No problem. Wow. I thank you. Yes. I'm going home and playing that. That was a good little moment. moment. Nobody ever Why shut it give down up like before you? we try? Feel a little bit for the high. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, and then I have one last one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> How did you forget? Rico. Put out the remix, friend. Rapping over it. Yo, when I tell you, the video had me crying. The way they all just like, La <laughs> Latia, I am the big idea. I am the big idea. Come on, friend. My twins big like Tia. Tia and Tamara. Tia Tamara. Tia Like Mia. I am the big idea. Wait till T.S. Madison get a hold of this. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay. Can't unsee that. T.S. Madison. I can't wait. <laughs> Yo, this record. It's great. That beat is crazy. I actually really want the instrumental. What if I say they do thank a remix? you very much. I say thank you very much. <laughs> what if they do a remix and put Cardi on that bit? Cardi! That would go they crazy. Should. That would Ooh, go that crazy. Would that would, so now hard. that would really fuck up the that game. That would go crazy. I just love the Nia, the way she says it. Chia. I'm a sucker for how people like yeah. pronounce shit in a record just to give it flavor. Ooh. Yeah. Like Firkin. <laughs> Firkin. <laughs> Sound like y'all speaking German. Tia and Tamara. So beautiful. Ooh, um, shout out to Rico Nasty because she killed her verse too. Okay. Rico Nasty, baby. <laughs> Bitch, I'm nasty. <laughs> Kenny! <laughs> Bitch, that's a haiku. <laughs> Taco Bella. Taco Bella. <laughs> Every time me and Asante be in like cabs and shit and we see a Taco Bell, I be like, Taco Bella. <laughs> Bitch with the long hair yeah. and the top off. Right. Um, Bitch, that's a haiku. <laughs> 
<laughs> I just wanted to throw it back one more time. Spotify has a playlist, another playlist, actually. Amen. Uh, called Throwback Jams. I've been in Atlanta mood, so every playlist they had like a bunch of Atlanta artists I've been listening to. Ooh. So like I was on Apple Music and there was a playlist called The New Atlanta I had been rocking with for a minute. And so now I'm off that one and I'm on to the Spotify one. The and whole I'm, Atlanta. <laughs> curated by Marlo Hampton. The whole Atlanta, yes. Who was Atlanta. on a show and had me crying because they were showing how they were doing her hair. Anyway, I'll uh-huh. come back to that. Um, but in Throwback Jams, they had songs that took me back <laughs> in my blackness. And everyone else's probably. Because they started the playlist off with Lil Wayne and Bobby Valentino's Mrs. <gasps> Officer. <laughs> and from there it went into... Lloyd, you, and then Drake, best I ever had. And then the dream shawty is the shit. <gasps> T-Pain's I'm Sprung. Oh my they God. They give you some brandy. I want to be down. Jams. It's throwback jams. So it's like everything, right but there's just happens to be a lot of Atlanta in there. I just thought it was really, really dope. Throwback. I want to be down. All falls down. <laughs> Sunshine, little flip. Wow. <gasps> Buy you Didn't a drink. Did we just talk about a little flip? Ooh. We did. Ooh. Oh, what song is up? Oh, is that on there too? Tell me, Tell me when to go. See, I can't get down in there. <laughs> Keep the sneak. Right? Peaches That's a lot of people I wish would sing that song to me. <laughs> Tell me when to go. And we was just Tell talking about... Straight to me. <laughs> we were just talking about Twister last week or the week before, and he, Overnight Celebrities on there. <laughs> I was listening to when we talked about that project. I had been playing the hell out of uh, the Trey Song song, and then like in my recommended overnight celebrity came up too, and I was like, "Well, Twister, yes, don't mind if I do reminisce." (laughs) Twister is the shit. Oh yes. What we not finna do is play. (laughs) Oh yes. Wait a minute. (laughs) Come on. What? Wait. Yes, we know Twister has the cuts. (laughs) Uh, So yeah, just check out the Throwback Gems playlist. That's pretty much what I've been knocking. Outside of that, I've been revisiting a lot of stuff that we recently talked about, like Romans, Dear Growing Pain. I've still been listening a lot to that. And he's been doing a lot of movement. Uh, please go to his Twitter at Meet, M-E-E-T, Roman, R-O-M-E-N. So you can check him out for his music and his appearances if you want to take the time out to go meet him. And also just an honorable mention, because we have been talking about Cardi B. Um, I don't know if we talked about it last week, but the Cardi B and Bruno Mars track, Please Me, I've been I love it. killing it. <laughs> I've been playing it over and over and over and hey, over again. Um <laughs> It's, I want a Keisha Cole remix verse. You know, when you said that, that was... Wish here, wish that, not that's the off. shit. I will actually fuck with that. Thank you. Because you know what? <laughs> Thank you. Um, <laughs> are Cardi and Bruno still doing their tour? No. Remember, she would have... That that was right after she had the baby. Well, so, like, if they decided to do the tour all over again, it would be dope if Keisha Cole was trying to, like, put music out and do something around that and she could, like, be part of that. I think that would be a dope move and a dope look for her. So, yeah. And also on the revisiting list, uh, for those of you that never got to listen to or enjoy or experience the art that was Diddy's Dirty Money. Uh, Diddy Dirty Ooh, Money. ahead of their the, time. Very much so. So much ahead of their time that people who did not get to enjoy the album probably most definitely did not get to enjoy the mixtape. I talked about this before in the past, but I've been revisiting it because they have a mixtape called Love Love versus Hate Love that they dropped on Valentine's Day many years ago. And I had been replaying it again recently. Uh, oh, I should play a track from which side of the coin are you on today? Uh, what for the love, love versus hate, love? Um, it's windy as fuck, so I'm on the hate, love side. You know, I just really wish it wasn't so damn like icy and I mean and frosty. Your, your love life. Oh yeah, we fuck uh, the weather. This nigga talking to me. I yeah, ain't asked yeah, you nothing, Al Roker. <laughs> I was talking about your love life. <laughs> oh I, the answer remains the same. <laughs> ain't nothing changed. Uh, but on Love, Love versus Hate, Love, there's a song called Roller Coaster. It's the eighth track, um, and I love it. I'm gonna play you a little bit of it. I'm gonna have my hands up while I listen. <laughs> 
Yes, it was it was intergalactic as fuck. They someone's UFOs bumping this right now. Look like the whiz when it land. Okay, friend, here you go. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. I gotta revisit. Get into this harmony right here. And if the earth's still, that couldn't stop you from spinning around. The sky is moving, but your body is pinned to the ground. She's like oh, a like roller coaster. My heart just stopped. You know the feeling that you get up on the top. So. That's what the fuck I've been knocking. Like, oh yeah. That, like the album was the shit, but the mixtape when it dropped, it was like a whole nother set of like cool shit because they reworked some of the songs that they already put out, and then they had the bonus track "Roller Coaster" and they had a song on there called "Shade." I I just loved that era. I loved it. I loved it. it love good. Diddy Dirty Money. You love know what Diddy we should money. do? I would love to see the Diddy Dirty Money album or project "Last Train to Paris." Yes. I would love to see that have a justice for glitter moment. Yes. The way that oh. glitter was brought to number one on the iTunes yes. charts. I would love to see the Diddy Dirty Money. Justice for Last Train to Paris. Yes. Justice I would for love it. Justice for LTTP. Help yep. us get it going, yep. you guys. Yep. Check out the album. The album was the shit. Usher was on there. Chris Brown was on there. Swiss Beast did most of the shit. Like the Sean Pace was on there. <laughs> no, the Sean Pace was not on there. Okay, Sean Pace. Yeah, that gospel singer. <laughs> <laughs> so with all God of that, said it. we are now finished. On you never heard just pen. because God said it by the Sean Pace. No, drag queens used to do that in Detroit, and I remember it. It was really good for real. And now we're going to move homework. on over to TV Land. Dustin Ross, please Yay, take it away. Hi, guys. Hi. Hey. This week, we're just going to do a few updates. We're not going to do all the oh. recaps and shit. Let's just no. do some updates. No. So, first of all, as you know, we're all obsessed with love after lockup. We're coming up on the season finale. Um we're just hooked. So I've been digging and, and, and scraping the bottom of the YouTube barrel <laughs> to find interviews and just whatever kind of news I could find. So a few updates. So Scott and Lizzie. Scott is in California. Lizzie said he's there for some sort of family reasons. She just did this huge. Um, she did not huge, but she just did an hour long interview um, on a podcast recently. <laughs> They ain't drop us, I ain't dropping them. But she did an hour-long interview on a podcast. <laughs> and um, she talked about how she got the drugs in prison. She wow, talked about how, girl. yep, she talked about um, a lot of different things. And also what I found quite notable was that she was honest with Scott from day one. And she said that's what really endeared her to him, believe it or not, was because she told him that she was addicted to crystal meth and that that's what the money that he was sending her was for. Mm-hmm. And she asked him if he could deal with that. And he said, yeah. So that's why she did that. Um, she wouldn't say whether they were married or not, but she's in Wisconsin. He's in um, California. Um, she said that she does love him. Um, and Wait, they're living in separate? They're living separately right now. Wow. She, okay. she, she didn't say that, but she kept saying he's in California right now taking care of family stuff. I'm here. 
you know, and she was saying how there was some paperwork that had to be put in that would take six months for her to move all of her business with the parole board over to California. So there basically just had to be time. Mm. But she said she wanted to marry Scott. She said her daughter's come around now. Okay. So she's kind of on board. How she got past the visuals, I don't know. But, you know, maybe she's <laughs> mature. She was probably like, I'm years. not calling this man dad as long as we got that out of the no, way. How about I'm not looking at him? But anyway, <laughs> so, um, so that's going on with that. Michael is back in jail. Oh, um, surprise, yep, surprise. for I don't know what it was um, Sarah is big and pregnant and about to have a baby any Damn. day now she's wow, having a girl bro. surprise Brittany surprise. and Marcelino had a little girl oh my god uh, yeah but they can't nobody can talk about anything but what people have done is like search baby registries and all this stuff oh my so god so Brittany and Marcelino mm-hmm. they had their um, baby really shower mm-hmm. and so people saw the registry that's how we know and she wouldn't confirm or deny if she was or was not ever pregnant so they obviously he had a baby girl um, and I'm sure contractually they can't yeah. say anything I probably. thought she was finna say I'm sure they contracted something I was gonna be like <laughs> well, they might have there's in that hotel pool she was freaking <laughs> old girl in the pool and shit no you know everybody all kids pee in hotel pools but anyway <laughs> um, so that was going on with that uh, um Loving Hip Hop Atlanta next season. That's what we need to talk about. Oh, that's coming. Okay. So, you know how Shekinah Joe has been doing all... Every, oh, my Everybody God. knows who Shekinah Joe is, Don't right? make me laugh. I really need to use the bathroom, so don't So, Shekinah Joe is... We met her on T.I. and Tiny's Family Hustling, yeah. and her and Tiny ended up doing her best thing. friend, right? Yes. So, she's going to be a part of the Loving Hip Hop Atlanta cast oh next my season. Oh, Everybody, If you're no. familiar with Shekinah, you already know it's going to be nonstop good times every time. Or she's going to laugh everything off. Either way, we're in for a treat. (laughs) Um, So that's coming up. Also, today I saw a headline on the Jasmine brand that Monique Slaughter from uh, Love & Hip Hop Hollywood is now going to be on Love & Hip Hop Atlanta because she's dating Scrap. Uh, Karen King's son Scrap the, the one yes, that was with that was with Tommy and all no, that him and Moniz uh, are now dating and if you know anything about Moniz Slaughter you know that we are not going to be disappointed by her being on Love okay, Hip Hop okay so Atlanta. wait a minute and I want to say this I, for one, like Moniz. I do too. I don't think she's a bad person. Every single confrontation she's ever been in, she has always been defending herself and what was Provoked. said about every yep. single time, friend. And it, she, she's gotten this bad reputation because of some of her behavior. But I honestly feel like Moniz gets a bad rap. And I don't say that about a lot of people. I blame Fizz. So... <laughs> But I don't blame her. I <laughs> so, don't blame her. <laughs> so, um, but, but I do. I'm. I am worried about her moving because people are gonna be. Oh, now you leaving your child, and it's like, damn, y'all still doing this dumb shit. Like, why y'all she got the baby with her? And this is what I'm saying. Like, y'all not gonna be satisfied if she got the baby with her because yeah, but y'all took the baby away from Fizz. And it's like y'all need to start everybody business. Well, he's on marriage boot camp any damn way with, with the a girlfriend who, that was being. Go ahead. Sorry, uh, who's you doing it? And who doesn't? She's pregnant, but it's not no. even by him. Uh, yeah. Uh, so the whole marriage boot camp thing was a sham. Wow. Yeah. I um, mean, clearly, that's why she wouldn't sleep with his ass. Mm. He kept getting mad about that shit. Sorry, go ahead. I'm done. <laughs> so, marriage boot camp was so good. Cause it was like it was it was the hip hop edition, so it was all the niggas, and you know they were smoking every episode, and they was arguing for real. They was being loud like black people be, but white people didn't come in and be like, hey, you know, calm down. Like they understood. I saw a clip. I think uh, Soldier Boy was getting beat up or something. <laughs> the one where they was yelling at him with Jessica <laughs> Dime. I beat your ass, Soldier. <laughs> 
Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, and so, um, <laughs> I know I was on a roller coaster. I'm sorry. <laughs> so you know, yeah, you like the show. The show is, and it's good TV. And that was a great scene. And Jessica Dime impressed me in that scene um, on Marriage Bootcamp, which is what you're referring to. It comes on WeTV. Um, in this season, like you said, they have a cast of people who are all featured on different franchises of love and hip hop. So they call it the hip hop edition. Mm. Um, and it's just really, really good. So, yeah. With that said, I just wanted to give a couple quick updates this week um, on some things to come um, on TV soon. Um, the last update I wanted to give is that next Sunday, there's going to be a special um, for Married to Medicine Los Angeles, where mm. the cast members from Atlanta actually go to L.A. and meet <laughs> the new girls. There's a new franchise, Married to Medicine L.A., same okay. scenario, black doctors, wives or doctors um, that live in L.A., and we're going to actually see the two casts mingle in a special that's going to kind of introduce us to the L.A. cast. So that's it on TV land. Wow. Have you started watching Love and Marriage Huntsville? No. I always, when I turn on the TV, I see the own app and I'm like, just watch it. And then I get distracted by like Umbrella Academy or Can something. Can we talk about the apps on the TV? Mm-hmm. BT's app. <laughs> I've tried this on like three different TVs. I don't know why I became fascinated with this. On the BET app, when they were showing um, commercials for like the shows, you know how it, because of the app, it'll give you like a, a, a shorter commercial. Mm-hmm. It was an ad for like American Soul. And it was just the audio of them talking, but not like the little music that happens in the background. So it would show like clips of like people dancing. Then it would be like new episodes every week. <laughs> your faves and I'm like so no one put the music track on here and I looked at like three different shows on other TVs and on three different TVs and yes oh the no BTF. I have so, to check I mean so, I didn't notice that I was like woo child the ghetto <laughs> like <laughs> but I only went on the app because I literally downloaded the BET app just to watch Boomerang yes that's why I downloaded it too yeah <laughs> which is good so did you watch also Ayala when she did stand up Crystal made me watch it. Okay, good. So you are kind of caught up. First of all, why y'all calling it stand up? That's what it was. It was, it was not, a it was it a was one stand up healing. Show. It was stand up healing <laughs> with music. XD talk while I'm watching the y'all stand up. Yeah. No, you're not. I'm, she I'm had not the choreo you. Your feelings at the unsupervised. End. It was her podcast live show. Yeah, it was <laughs> unbelievable. So yeah, and audience members. <laughs> Watch Boomerang so we can catch up on that in conversation next week. I think next week will be a great time to go ahead and discuss Boomerang. Yes. So all the new little young faces out there and the yeah, familiar ones. Everybody's new. Hi. You okay. <laughs> that means it's time for. Oh, shit, yeah. Okay. This is a story. Episode seven. As Tony accelerated on the freeway. His thoughts became overtaken by the last words he'd heard Mia speak moments earlier when she was getting out of his car. So you figure it out before I do it for both of us. Those words drilled right through his heart. And after processing the sheer hurt that they left him with, Tony began to think about why they hurt so much. He quickly realized that the threat of ending his his situation with Mia was what caused him the most anxiety. Her love, her warmth, these things comforted him beyond measure. 
those things and essentially Mia herself had become his personally curated safe space that he had decided was strong enough to hold all the weight on his shoulders right now. And currently his shoulders were so heavily bogged down. If only she'd been in the car with him a little longer that day, she would know just how much he really needed her. Right after Mia exited the car following their spat, Tony was so upset that he didn't even try to protest her departure. Let her ass leave then, he thought. More and more, he'd been finding himself passively retreating from their disagreements simply to keep the peace. Not this time. As far as he was concerned, there was no room for arguing or hurtful speech in their connection. He hated calling it that, but he was unable to call it a relationship because Mia was married. More hard truth that he didn't want to face, but would have to. Facing hard truths was beginning to become an overarching theme in his life. It seemed like everything that was important to him, everything he'd worked so hard for, was in danger of falling apart. And it wouldn't be a graceful fall either. This one was sure to end in a major crash if he... His phone rang and interrupted his thoughts. Tony took his eyes off the road for two seconds to see who was calling. And as soon as he saw the number on the screen, it was like the car kept moving, but his world completely stopped. That number, that call, that thing. He felt that feeling again. No, he told himself. He had to stop. His secret was tapping him right on the shoulder, but he would not succumb. It was why he was receiving this call in the first place. He had to stop. He pressed the hands-free button on his center console and answered the call. I, I thought we were talking tomorrow, he answered. This was not the time for small talk. I'm tired of talking, actually. And each day that goes by brings you one step closer to less talk and more action. So we talk today, the male voice said. I need time, Tony asked. No. Shit. Tony didn't want or need that answer, but he also didn't have an answer to offer. I, I can do this, he said. I can fix this. I just, I need more time. I'll take care of you. As Tony exited the freeway and parked in the first lot he saw, the voice on the phone continued. I don't yell. I really don't even talk. You're already ahead. You're alive, the male voice replied, tone steady, tone stealth. And you're alive because I know you. You've had more than enough of my time, Tony. I'm going to fix this, Tony said frantically. You, you, you got my word, he replied with his head on the steering wheel. Don't want your word. Mm -hmm. Need my money. Mm -hmm. You always get it, man, always. And, and, and this time ain't no different. I just need more time. Please, let me fix this. One week, the call ended. Tony's hands were shaking. Fear wasn't something he was accustomed to accommodating, yet here it was, right here and right now. He had a problem because he had a problem, and both of them needed to be fixed. But in order to do anything, he needed to be alive. So one problem became the priority. Tony needed money and it was money that he didn't have and there was only one way that he saw to get it so it looked like the one problem was gonna have to solve the other 
As a natural born strategist, within the next 10 minutes, Tony had opened his smartphone, created, funded, approved, and accepted 45 new students into his childcare centers and would be receiving a government check to fix his problems within the next 72 hours. Fraud. He hated himself for this. He hated himself even more for soothing that self-hate with problem number two. And yet there he was, almost on autopilot, pulling his car into what was familiar. The valet opened Tony's car door and greeted him by name. Mr. Clark, we are so happy to make you smile today, he said. The concierge will arrive now. And almost immediately, Tony was ushered into the high roller suite where he belonged. His drink was waiting on him, and so were enough chips to support his addiction. He sat at the table, and the games began. We'll see you guys next week on The Friend Zone. Thanks for listening. Don't get nothing on you. (laughs) Stay black and protect your magic. Bye.